0: Bonjour, bienvenue à Motorcycle et Misfits.
1: Très bien. Thank Isn't you, Benoit. That, that's
0: fantastic. fantastic.
2: <laughs> Coming from the classic girl couch, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We are the international <laughs> podcast. Oui.
3: Worldwide, so, it sounds, son.
1: It sounds so much better in French, but we'll see if I can do it as good. Hey there, welcome. Motorcycles and misfits coming to you from the E-Cycle garage in like Sarcasm, Sunny, Santa Cruz, California. It's a bit moist
4: for being sunny, darling. Bit moist. I know. Liquid sunshine.
1: Um, another another great weekend. We'll get into it, but the rain is here. Um, I know for most bikers, rain is bad, and we always brag about great weather. But rain is so welcome right now. Absolutely. Our our yeah. reservoir is so low. <coughs> I'm like... Oh. How low is it? Uh, I, I'm wondering how oh. all the fish are surviving in there. No, it's, it's, it's really bad. It's scary here.
4: I don't care. I don't like the cold, and I don't like the rain. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be sunny and warm all the Ms. time. Miss Emma
3: came here for a reason. <laughs> Damn right I did.
4: I don't like it at all. I don't know how bagel does it up there in the frozen north. I really don't.
5: Well... I- try to keep myself busy with other things. Oh, I see. I'm mm-hmm. yeah. well, hey, at an apple tree today. <laughs> <laughs> hey
1: everyone, this is Liza. And joining me in the studio today, running the board, it's Dumpy John.
2: What's up, everybody? I have nothing clever to say, but hi.
1: You had all sorts of things to say at the garage. Not say so much as you would shake your leg and make a noise.
2: Yeah, well, got, got to spice the garage up every once in a while. <laughs> Does a little little,
1: uh, leg dance, you know? A little seizure, like having a seizure,
2: like oh jeez.
1: And on the classic
4: girl couch tonight, it's Miss Emma. Let me sing the song of my people. (laughs) Get your motor running, head out on the highway, (laughs) looking for For adventure, adventure.
1: Um, and whatever um, comes my um, way.
4: um, More on that later, I suppose. Yes.
1: And looking like a deer in the headlights, it's Benoit.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, hi. <laughs> hi, Ben. <laughs> Welcome, Benoit.
1: Oh, we've got a story Welcome. for everyone today. And uh, looking dapper in his uh, plaid shirt, it's Naked Jim.
3: Hey, what's happening? Peace, love, and soul. That's it. And rain. Rain's good. Lots of snow coming, too. They sit up to uh, 100 inches, I think, at oh. Donner's Summit. Wow. Good stuff. Oh. That yeah. is good stuff. Bring it on. Um,
4: may I say that is a fine hat you're wearing. Oh, and oh yeah. What is it? CC. Oh, it's CC. Yeah. It's um, good in the rain. The one show, 1st of December, was asking for your submissions for 2022.
3: They're doing Ooh. it at the Ziedel again. And as an mm. award winner from last year's show, Mrs. Yeah, I, well, Where are we at?
4: Well, I submitted Tubbo again. You never know. Mm with the one show whether they want the same bikes again or they want something new. So I resubmitted Turbo. Um, Mike McCarthy has submitted his
3: Harley as well, which is quite mm. exciting. So we'll see. I I do hope that the nitrous is primed this time. I want to hear um, that thing fired up with nitrous.
4: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to put the bottle back on it and the graphics <laughs> are going to be a little bit different for 2022. But I, I hope I get invited back. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed.
1: And joining us remotely, it's Bagel.
4: Hey there, hi there, ho there, from the frosty
5: Pacific Northwest.
4: (laughs) Hey, Bagel. It's frosty. (laughs) It it, is frosty. Keep it frosty, soldier. So define frosty. I mean, when you wake up in the morning and you pull back your curtains, is it like all white and crumbly outside?
5: There are ice crystals on things, yes. Mm. It has been frosty in the morning.
4: Oh, nasty business.
5: And and we're supposed to hit go go below 32 on... uh,
2: i
4: think uh, tuesday morning oh dear so yeah half yep. the
2: Midwest just laughed at us when you said that but it's a- right mm. oh yeah, yeah Benoit's nodding
4: i suppose it gets cold in quebec doesn't it in the winter oh day. it
0: gets really cold oh dear we well
1: in fact he's a snowbird oh yeah we we get them about this uh this time of year true so um i <laughs> want to talk about ben who joined us today and this is this is actually a pretty funny story
2: <laughs> i think it's
4: great
1: um I got a message uh, this morning from through the recycle page saying, uh, do you have a welder? I said, yeah, we do. I Oh, a welder. I'm traveling. I need, need, need to do some repairs. I'm like, yeah. Got a welder. Come on down. Open at 11. Nice. So um, I was getting the garage ready. I put a tent up outside because I knew it was going to be raining. Pulled the welder out. was just kind of cleaning up. But I also moved bikes around to have chairs in the tent.
3: You did yeah. a lot of work. When I got down there. You were involved. hustling. You yeah. look good. I, I will say.
1: And um, I saw a, a, an interesting bike with a with a carrier on the side and a surfboard parked out on the street. So I'm like, "Hey, you coming to weld?"
3: <laughs> I know it was, like, it was like some sort of bondage surfboard. <laughs> I'm like, like, "What did you got that duct tape surfboard on the side of your rig?" But it was anyway. It was cool. And
1: he's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get some food." Okay. Um. And I asked him, I said, so how how, how did you find out about us? People come to us from all different sources. Many people listen to the show. And when they're traveling, they know this is a destination. They come to a place they can visit.
3: It would not be the first KLR that appeared from (laughs) land afar. Exactly. On a Sunday. We also
1: have many people who are um, recommended by others who know about us. Hey, when you're there, you can stop by many different sources. So I asked him. So Ben, how did you find out about us? (laughs)
0: I actually just googled, (laughs) looking for a motorcycle shop to get some repairs done, because I actually lost a pannier on the freeway (laughs) yesterday, so yeah, latch kind of uh, broke, and, um, and yeah, my surfboard is also attached to the pannier, so with a strap, so the strap went into my wheel, so everything kind of exploded. So yeah, oh. I, I repaired all that like really quickly on the side of the freeway, but I needed some like proper repair, and then I got here. So he, <laughs>
1: he googled a motorcycle shop in Santa Cruz, and we came up.
3: Yeah, that's how. That's how. What shallow that's How shallow the bitches. <laughs> what in a town disappointment! They <laughs> show up to a <laughs>
1: pop up tent in a parking lot, right. <laughs> And they're glad to see you because
4: <laughs> it's it's very fair to sw- say that before this morning. Ben had never heard of the Recycle Garage, mm-hmm. never heard of Motorcycle and Misfits, as hard as that is to believe. I thought we were a worldwide phenomenon, but apparently
3: not. Mm. Well, I'm just glad he's here to tell the story considering his strap got sucked into his rear oh. wheel on the freeway and ripped off a, pan- a side case.
0: <laughs> well, let's start French.
1: with, yeah. I can't help but recognize it you sound kind of funny. Where are you from, Ben? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, well... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm from Canada. You know the French part in the east. So yeah, I, I live in between Montreal and Quebec City. Nice. So yeah, nice. kind of running away from the cold. I left like the day before. We had a f- big freezing rain storm.
3: Yeah, well, it's not behind you, son. I wow. will tell you what, it came in right <laughs> behind you today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's following me all the way.
0: It's been cold all the way since I got here. here.
4: At the Misfits, we are no strangers to controversy. And I have questions. I've got questions about French-speaking Canada. Oh, okay. Um, And I'm guessing that your native language is French.
0: (laughs) You are right. So
4: when you were growing up, you spoke French. And um, at school, Mm -hmm. English was introduced very, very early on
0: uh not so early i I went to um i went to a school in the sixth grade that uh we did like half the year um the usual students do in uh like uh condensed right and then the second half was only english so that got me but it was the sixth
4: grade so you i mean that's what 10 years old yeah kind of yeah yeah wow now, because I've heard from other snowbirds that there's a, a huge pride in speaking French in in the you know the, the, the east part of Canada and it's not so much that they shun English but there's this great pride of of keeping the French tongue alive, as it were.
0: Yes, we um, there's a language, and we're um, we're kind of a different uh, nation as well, like inside Canada. Like um, so, you you can feel the difference when you go there. But the language is definitely a big part of it. So we we are proud of uh, speaking French, and very we, good. Yeah.
1: And you are heading where?
0: I'm actually heading to Panama now. Oh yeah. So nice.
1: I know. No, Jim's like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, Baja. No. <laughs> no, no, we're doing Panama. Panama. <laughs> but I'll go to Baja first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. And, then. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
4: how long will your trip take?
0: <laughs> uh, I don't have like a specific uh, time frame. I've done um, like other trips that were really like on a schedule because I had like deadlines and, right, right, right. and like places to get like on a certain specific time. And I didn't want that trip to be that. I, I just wanted to be like uh, go with the flow and, Follow nice. the wind, yeah. So that's pretty much what this trip's gonna be.
1: So you show up in the garage,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I just need a weld, and you're. I'm surprised. You, I'm curious what your first impression was because you're looking around like I'm looking at a carport tent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, uh, when I fa- when I saw the page. I thought the description looked pretty cool. Like <laughs> you, you, you can you can go there and like like work okay. on your stuff. And yeah. so that sounded really good to me. Mm-hmm. And then uh and then I saw that and then you, you came to me like quite uh friendly and explained to me like like right away like how, how it works and uh and uh all the tools and I was looking so I couldn't expect finding a better place at a better moment than that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I really needed that at that exact time.
3: When, did you have a, any second thoughts when you saw Liza and I trying to change that scooter tire today?
2: Or were you like, yeah, "Wait I'm a minute, it didn't work"?
0: I
3: think this is a special needs camp. <laughs> uh,
0: it, he says yes. It, it was a little bit funny <laughs> uh, at that moment <laughs> when you, you you took the the zip cut and the, uh, you know the sawzall. Yeah. Oh, that was a sawzall. Yeah. Well,
3: the be- well, yeah. Well, the yeah. sawzall didn't work good enough, so then we went to the angle grinder. The angle
0: grinder.
4: Yeah. Oh, so yeah, geez. little
0: little. little Smoking.
4: oh i heard <laughs> I, you know i jim i gotta be honest with you if terrible. you were if you were attempting to remove a tire with an angle grinder we started with bolt it, cutters yes it's scooter <laughs> tires
1: are no joke i'm just gonna say it was it's it's time time on the elite 250 no.
3: it was on a buddy it's time to review oh, your technique The genuine buddy rear wheel rear wheel well we got it was it that was it a split rim no so oh, I'll, I'll tell, this you. Is an automatic I'll tell
5: buddy, you what then. it is.
1: Emma has shown us <clears throat> a technique here oh, oh, yeah, where you okay. pull the tire off the outside of each side I've so that the rim that. is in the middle. Then you can just slide
4: I've the never, rim I've at nev- an
1: angle out. But on a scooter tire, there's no give. It wouldn't work.
4: I've never shown you that technique. I've mm. never shown you that technique. Because mm. that is mm. not a technique. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was, it was last time. Anyway, what I, I realized is we learned how to
3: did, take maybe. tires on and off every time we do them. We've done them like six times, <laughs> started, and every time so, we're like so a monkey was, with a rock. I tell you what, what was I did the problem. Oh, was, did was it needed a tire. The wheel? Well, the well, problem was was is, he did the, he wheel
1: got wheel the ro- No, no, no. Two no. no.
3: tires, but we just didn't yeah. know how to take them off. Probably. So, oh man. <laughs> I tell you what, I did <laughs> find
4: interesting, Bagel. Yeah. And I'm not sure how much of this buddy is stock and how much is modified because the forks. And the front brake looked quite high-tech for Genuine, so I mm. suspect there may be aftermarket. But in order to get the caliper off, I yeah. had to actually loosen the bolts of the rotor because there wasn't sufficient clearance between the caliper and the rim. We actually had to pull the rotor away from the hub to pull the caliper off. It was wild. Mm. First time that I've an yeah, because an
5: aftermarket rotor could be <coughs> larger, and that could be why.
4: Right, I think so. Like larger yeah. diameter than? Yeah. And you know, the okay, fork look at that. the fork bottoms mm-hmm. looked like they were CNC'd, and they mm-hmm. actually said SF. So I think it might mm. have had some serious upgrading on the forks. On the. You could know, be, I'm not yeah. familiar enough with buddies to actually know yeah. what's stock and what isn't. Yeah, so I've these,
5: never tinkered with them, but there, there are aftermarket parts that people do throw on them. So yeah.
1: let's get back to Ben. Yes,
5: anyway, back to So yes. you've got
1: a KLR Ooh. fully loaded, yeah. all your gear and a surfboard. And so uh, tell us again what happened. You said a strap came loose?
0: Yeah, the actual latch. Uh there's a latch. They are uh, Hepco Beckers. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and I really so like So hard, them. hard bags? Yeah, well they're uh plastic yeah. um panniers and they're really sturdy uh and uh and rough. So um so yeah, the 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 latch broke and um uh, what happened is um the strap uh that was holding uh my surfboard uh got in the wheel uh, while the pannier <laughs> fell and um so what what that uh like uh, had done in the end is that the, um this old plastic thing that was holding my license plate got kind of swallowed mm-hmm. inside the bike uh, by oh, like following like the yeah. And oh, uh, no. it, it got stuck like inside the um, the suspension,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, I couldn't find like, the license plate for a long time. I, I kept looking oh, like man. everywhere, like on the freeway. Jeez. I thought it was like oh, no. um, it, it went away, and because oh, uh, when it happened, it, uh, it did a really big sound and like yeah, the motor yeah, and the motor yeah, the, motorco- the uh stalled right away and uh i didn't really know what happened so i just pulled over and the like with the surfboard like scratching on the
1: <laughs> oh. on the
0: pavement yeah oh man
1: so and and basically the you have um metal mounts that are supports for your your hard cases and it was snapped in the back and, yeah. and mangled and then it tore the sub fender off with your license plate oh. and everything yeah. so you came in with things kind of just uh, held on with straps and cords, and you're like, I need to weld this um, mount back yep. together, it crosses the back of the bike. Yeah, um, yeah, we can do that. And we found some scrap metal, made a nice uh, L bracket to weld on the inside to enforce it. Yep, so it's uh, even stronger. And, um, <clears throat> but I, I love that like everything that you needed, we were able to find, and then you're like, Right, well, you know, <clears throat> uh, do you have, uh, you know, my, my. My, I need a new bag or anything. I'm like, follow me. We've got <laughs> a whole bunch of bags. We found a great recently donated BMW soft luggage top top case. Right. That should be great. I mean, uh, I, I just I love it that you look around and there's like a dead possum here and old Honda Parts there, and just a dildo there and just things everywhere. I'm, but then he'd come in and say, like, do you have a U bolt? And like, uh, uh, what right there? Hanging over there in the corner, and it exactly might? the right yeah. size. Actually,
0: yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, it yeah. fitted great. Yeah, yeah it was there was one, and it was perfect.
1: Now, do you have any nuts and bolts? <laughs> Follow me, <laughs> and we oh, go yeah. to the nuts and bolts selection. Yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. feel, Ben,
4: that you found us for a reason today it it the universe is complete mm-hmm. everybody f- huh. meets one another for a very specific reason and
1: also you needed your carburetor dialed in i'm like oh yeah oh, wait yeah. for miss emma oh, she'll yeah. get you set up
0: yeah so nice.
1: basically every <laughs> need that you had we had here
0: yeah exactly
1: uh oh somebody mute their phone oh, i didn't Uh-oh. get that uh. <clears throat> i didn't you didn't get that memo yeah um, <laughs> yes um so, we're so glad to be able to help you. And, and it gave us something to do today because
2: it's raining. Right.
3: We well, you know, I thought it was cool. And he fit right in because I was watching when he was forming or just setting up the uh, metal to <clears throat> weld. Mm-hmm. And you had three little vice grips on the yeah. metal so it was to make sure like to dry fit it to make sure it all looked. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I but um Ben jumped right in, got his hands dirty and was like fixing that's, stuff. So that's it was how like we like it. The total spirit uh, of oh, your
1: I welded that sucker up. You it got is to prove
3: the ugly, haters wrong. Ugly weld well, but well, no but, just, just but hold it, on Liza because yeah.
4: you know that I don't pay you compliments just arbitrarily. You you have to earn a compliment from me. And that weld, as ugly as you say it was, it had great penetration. It was tough as old boot. Well,
1: and that's the thing. A lot of people here have criticized my welder. <laughs> don't look at me. I do just, just your I'd welding. Say, because you have to know how to dial it in right. Right. It's, it's the power and the wire speed. And once you get it dialed in and you get that perfect sizzle. Yes. It's not a sizzle pop, sizzle pop. It's zzzz. And I, I had
4: it right so i knew and you know big. to be to be fair yeah. it's you know mig welders generally are easy but the flux core mig welder mm-hmm. is a little tougher i use a mig but mine's got the gas bottle on it yeah and you pay a great deal more you know to i bought mine as a flux and i converted it to gas and probably the conversion cost almost as much as the welder itself mm-hmm. um but, no, you came through, and I think that bracket's going to last at least as long as Panama, maybe all the way back to Quebec as well.
1: But, yeah, it's was just it been fun today watching him show up knowing nothing about where he's coming and then to just keep discovering, like, all the hidden gems amongst us. <laughs> we
4: are the biggest gems of them all later. <laughs> and,
1: it's, and I will say, it is a pure... Uh, a treat and a pleasure for me to be able to help people out, especially people who have no idea the resources that are available. We come in, we get to bestow on them free stuff and help. And he's like, you don't charge anything? No. And you want some drinks there? help yourself They're in the fridge, you know, that's just our community. That's what we do. That's how we give back and support the community. And so it's, it's a real pleasure for people like you to come by and i'm I, glad that you found us i
0: really appreciate it and I, I was like this place is amazing and it just kept coming like just well like, now this, this
1: you just walked into this room what do you think of our studio
0: <laughs> yeah oh. <laughs> it's a, yeah I, I mean i took pictures <laughs> <laughs> well it,
1: it it used to have more trains they've been leaving and so i'm having to bring more bikes in oh yeah so you guys i put in uh, oh jim you haven't seen what i bought emma
3: I saw the, the Indian,
1: the Harley Davidson the truck. No, the box. Uh, nope, to the left of that.
3: Oh, it's a box.
1: Oh, this? Nope, to the left You can't that. see it. To the to no, nope, no, the other way. The other left. Oh, I oh, can't yeah. reach up oh, there. Jeez, uh, there's <laughs> something cool in there, Jim. We'll we'll get to that in a second. But was, we is it a trike?
3: We did some it's a trike. We did a field
1: no. trip yesterday. I oh, know this yeah. is cool. Oh yeah, and I you, get this. You little... don't
3: have a trike in here, do you? Oh, I have many. Oh okay.
1: There's one hmm. right there, Jim.
3: Oh, oh there's yeah. a behind me. It's I a Cushman. Stuff. Oh, okay. this or, or a meter matrix.
1: Oh, check that out. So what's it say on the top of the box?
3: It says, uh, motor Harley Davidson cycles. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Get your motor right.
3: What yeah. I bought myself a Christmas oh, gift. Okay, this is why Harley Davidson's still in business right <laughs> here. <laughs>
0: God. So can I
1: open it? Yeah, can yeah, I go open ahead, it yeah, I don't yeah, lose yeah. value. So I will explain what we did. But first we have to give a plug to one of our favorite things ever. Because don't forget it is the holidays coming up. Right. And Ben, do you have any small children in your life?
0: My my two sisters have children.
1: Perfect. You might
4: want to know about this. Okay, Okay, here we go. Perfect. Sit back and pay attention. Would you like to get more kids excited about motorcycles? Yeah. Do you want to share your passion for motorcycles with the children you love? Totally. If the answer is yes, then go visit www mimiandmoto.com and I'm going to spell that right now m-i m-i a-n-d m-o-t-o the online home of Mimi and Moto the motorcycle monkeys created by our friends Nancy Golov and Mark Augustin Mimi and Moto have one goal create more motorcycle riders we interviewed the husband and wife team on episode 351 we're excited to welcome them as advertisers <coughs> on today's podcast. Yeah. At MimiandMoto.com, you can purchase the couple's first book, The Adventures of Mimi and Moto. The second book, Mimi and Roto, Write the Alphabet. Who's Roto? <laughs> Riri and Roto. <laughs> that's the, that's and the, the Spanish
3: language <laughs> version. It is, isn't
4: yeah. it? A pre-release Text-only version of the couple's new chapter book, Mimi and Moto's Magical Meteors First Gear, is also available for download. Nice. Mm -hmm. And right in time for the holidays, you can buy Mimi and Moto Christmas ornaments, (gasps) (gasps)
2: T-shirts, onesies. Oh, You'd look. They got them in my size. Yes. <laughs> can I get a sticker more? Stickers,
4: and their brand new, super cuddly plush toys. I can get a plush toy.
3: I am. You're a now. furry, aren't hey. you? Hey. No, he's a plushie. No, that's a hard no. He's a no. plushie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a. There's a different sister.
2: <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh no.
3: You guys started it. You had to go there at oh, Christmas. <laughs> shut that down. We
4: are coming to the best bit. Use the promo code Misfits at the checkout. And Nancy and Mark will give you 20% off your complete order. That's awesome. Nice. Visit MimiandMoto.com and join Nancy and Mark's mission to get more kids excited about motorcycles. Now, that's what it actually says on the page. So I'm going to talk about Mimi and Moto right now. Because we get a lot of people on the show like Mark and Nancy. um, People who come up with new products. Um, Some of which I think are great Some of which I think are not so great Books, we get lots of books Lots of books, Break Free
3: Which is just awesome Which is just yeah. awesome,
4: again I was a very, very early supporter of that So Mimi and Moto I supported them Very, very early on with a contribution um, I bought Mimi and Moto ride the Alphabet For my little granddaughter And she loves it There's nothing that she enjoys more than sitting on Grandma's knee and having read Mimi and She's getting a little big for it now because she's like 18. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, she's still a tiny child. So I I bought her the book. I bought her the T-shirt. It's a great way of getting your kids involved with biking. But more importantly, even if they never ride a motorcycle, as they grow up, they'll recognize them on the road. Mm-hmm. And if they recognize them on the road, they're looking out for them. It is the yep. easiest way to keep yourself safe is have people in the car. Oh, there's a motorcycle. And so immediately you're recognizing on the road. I think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And Mimi and Moto are just the cutest little monkeys.
1: Yeah, so thank you, <laughs> uh, Mimi and Moto. We love what you guys do. And go to MimiandMoto.com and don't forget the promo code MISFITS.
4: Exactly. M I yescom <clears throat> there you go tra la la so yes
1: our field trip yesterday wasn't it
2: good it was awesome we had a fun day awesome so we, we had a,
1: it was a bit of a mission it might have been a little bit of a ruse you could say mm. so um, i wanted to go to all the uh, not all of them there's a lot of local shops but you recall my experience with a local shop that I wanted to go look at some bikes and possibly buy a little Benelli 135, which are what, like 3000 mm-hmm. out the door?
4: Not expensive.
1: <clears throat> Yet this local shop has now changed their practice that, A, you need an appointment, and B, you need right. to be pre-authorized to purchase a bike. But I was not unwilling to give them all of my financial information.
3: Yeah, you can get a TV for more than that.
1: And they wouldn't let me in the door. Yeah. So <clears throat> I wanted to recognize the shops that are still doing it well. There is still a good dealer experience out there. Oh, yes. Um, and we made a list of things that meant something to us.
4: We made a list, <clears throat> we checked it. <clears throat> twice. Kind of, the, for
1: me, the criteria. Of what makes a good dealer experience. And I'll tell you, one of one of my big things that I check when I go to a dealer, a
3: couch or comfy chairs. Yes. Mm. I thought you were going to say food, but that's probably uh, a well, whole no, other episode well, right now. Yeah, whole episode. it's on
1: the list. And, and food and drinks. I love a place that welcomes you and makes it comfortable. Right. And to me, that just says, come on in. We want to be a destination. We want to be... um you know, a place that you feel comfortable and want to come and visit. Yes. Not just you only come if you're going to buy a bike. Right. Because sometimes you just want to go look at bikes or look at stuff or just meet other people. And it's a destination on your ride. So I said, let's go to um, a bunch of bike shops. And I made a list of six dealers um, throughout our area to go to. But we had a bit of a mission in that we brought, mrs stumpy along
2: we did yeah <laughs> you <laughs> mustn't <laughs> call her
4: that
1: that's what he called her
4: <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> she it was, was stumpy, th- not mrs. <laughs> okay
1: so miss we brought miss stumpy along who has recently taken the class is learning to ride and i i know i've also heard many women say that they're often ignored at dealers right um so i wanted to see what her experience was so we kind of set her free in that um, she would go in and and talk to a salesman and say, yeah, I'm a new writer, and this is the kind of writing I want to do, and I have kind of short legs, and what would you recommend? And to see how they would handle that. Oh, one of the other criteria is being acknowledged when you walk in the door. Every single shop acknowledged us. Only one shop didn't follow up and then come over and ask us if we needed anything. And and I get it. And many times when I go in, I don't want help. I don't need to be acknowledged. But in general, I think acknowledging somebody and and seeing right. if they need anything is important. Yes. Um. So we we set off to do that, and I think overall, every shop was very helpful.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was I was particularly impressed because uh yeah every shop was great. I and they were better than I really expected. So.
4: I I didn't join you for all of them, but I <laughs> right. think the uh, how many have you gone to before I. Showed up three, three,
2: three, uh, yeah, three.
1: So, our first stop in uh Fremont, um, Honda Kawasaki, yeah, Honda yeah. Kawasaki, um, Royal Enfield, Benelli,
2: right? Right,
1: and um, I was it Mark?
2: It was Mark, yeah,
1: um, and I've talked to him before when Jim, I think you and I have been there, it's the same guy, he's really knowledgeable and helpful. I think he's been there for years. And we just went around sitting on bikes. One interesting thing I found, and after talking to her, he said, the bike I would recommend most for you is a Rebel 300. However, we don't have any. Right. Can't give you any right now. he explained, I think, said on their last order, they ordered 35 bikes from Honda and three arrived, Mm -hmm. just to give you an idea of the crisis that
3: they're going through. Wow. I think I heard that at every dealer. This might be, Emma, you no might doubt. know, this also might be a timing issue of when bikes arrive, because I know the 22 bikes arrived like last August or something. Mm. So right. it could also be an inventory timing issue. There, it,
4: well. It's kind it's of a per, There's a perfect storm going yeah, on. Okay. I mean, we're still very much dealing with um, the pandemic. We're still dealing with that crisis that happened in the Suez Canal. I mean, everything is in. You know, with Just it's critical er- mass right now. Up. We're
1: also dealing with factories, right, not kitchen. having enough workers. Um, and we're dealing with the logistics yeah. of truckers. Okay. And, and so I, one,
3: did, I didn't so mean so to interrupt. So I'm sorry. Okay. But, what, but I think a great suggestion <clears throat> for a bike.
1: But he did have a what I thought was a clever suggestion. He said, but here's the thing. Um, if you would like to get one, if you give us a $500 deposit on it, get your name on the list. And when it comes in, we'll call you. And if you don't want it, you'll get your deposit back. We don't care. The $500 is just to put your name on a list. But they're not holding you to it.
3: I think that's a great compromise. And I was like,
1: that was that was really yeah. nice of him to offer that, I thought.
3: Especially if you're going to drop the money on a new bike.
1: So it showed me that he's working with the shortage and trying to come up with right. ideas, right? So yeah. um, it was good. We sat on mm-hmm. a lot of bikes. And the thing I told her was most important don't roll out anything because it's too tall, too big, whatever. Sit on every bike because I want you to, I want your body to know where your arms and legs want to be. Uh I mean, Ben, you know, when you sit on a bike, like your body knows where it wants to be, where your comfort zone is. And that's part of how we find the right bike. But for somebody who's not sat on a lot of bikes, they don't know what the options are. And so she sat on a a Kawasaki Z 400 And she's like, oh, yeah, this is really nice. She really liked it. But I saw that not only were her arms straight, her shoulders were hunched forward to reach. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah, no, that's not good. She hasn't sat on enough bikes to know. So part of our mission was have her sit on everything. And That's an awesome way to do it. And Mark walked around with us, spotting the bike and helping her and talking to her and holding the bike for her all the way. I mean, we went over to like... Gold wings. I mean everything, things that there's no way she's gonna buy. And he spent the time with us. So
3: so did you send out. her off on her own?, oh, I interrupted you, but um yeah. did you send her off on her own and leave them unmolested? or were you kind at of some looking points. over their shoulder?
1: at no, at some points, yeah, I was letting him talk with her and um letting her initiate. Um, so yeah, they did a great job. when in the next place we went.
2: Well, well, the other thing, remember, oh, yeah. it was cool to see the um, the toy drive going on at the... Oh, yeah, the there was Fremont a whole
1: here. bunch of... Oh, that was another thing that I thought was important for a dealership in that it's uh, a, a destination, uh, a gathering spot. Mm-hmm. And so they had a bunch of, uh, yeah, doing a toy drive and a bunch of, you know, uh, club members there out in the parking lot, part of a poker run. So I thought that's nice. They had coffee.
4: Yep. They had a couch. Yes.
1: They they were helpful. It was all the things you want. They had and gear, stuff any, like that.
4: Any hot dogs? No.
1: no, I think hot. I think hot dogs is a thing of the past now. <laughs> None of
2: them had hot dogs. No. Yeah.
1: So, so um, then we headed on over to, to the Harley, San Jose, yeah. San Jose Harley Davidson. Yeah, and um, they have couch. They've got drinks. They got all the things. Um, really liked it there, and. You know, as much as I make fun of Harley-branded things, I think every time we go into the Harley dealerships, Watch I look it. around for what's the, <laughs> the dumbest thing here. I think this time it was the Harley spatula. Well, I,
3: well, I want one. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I then want I want was
1: like, dang, if they had a KTM one, I'd buy that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and you see, and there's, <laughs> yeah. there's the rub. You know, I if know. if I could take this opportunity to remind you of when we were on our Southern California trip, how your eyes lit up like a tot at Christmas when you saw those
3: KTM socks. <laughs> yeah. Oh I boy. Know. Yeah. I know.
4: Oh, she had to have them. There was no there was no reasoning with her. Did she
3: only get the KTM gloves then? Is that all? No, <laughs> That's no. her other thing.
1: It's when two of your worlds collide cuz I have a, a sock collection and then I have KTMs. I'm <laughs> like, "Oh my gosh." But um <laughs> So Harley Davidson. I remember you were quite taken with some
4: artwork there, weren't you?
1: Yeah, they had some really nice yeah. canvas prints with like vintage racing Harleys. Nice. And I'm like, that's actually really nice. It didn't have too much branding. It was just kind of vintage, right? Um, almost like a, a oil painting on canvas.
0: So what was
3: it like? Board racing, flat track?
1: Yeah, flat track. Yeah.
3: yeah. I would imagine. No, it was board racing. I would imagine their inventory was pretty stocked. No, really? they also are short. Pretty full in there. No, everyone's really? short. Really?
1: Um, and they. they used
3: inventory out front?
1: Uh, they, uh, they had some. They yeah,
3: had a like just a of stuff. dozen bikes up front. Oh, so not. Well, okay. And,
1: um, and, the, and uh, we, le- we kind of left. Um, yeah, he was really friendly. Miss Stumpy too. there.
2: Beef was Beef, his name. Yeah. Beef. He's what's for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he,
4: he got bagel in that one Good
3: oh, he got <laughs> you with that one you're all red in the face
5: um, <laughs> so does keep... that mean I'm what's for breakfast <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's got to be a t-shirt bagel is what's for breakfast <laughs> oh, oh so my wait, god
1: Ben's no, gone back, to the, Ben's gone the back to the where and how, how did I get here look um so um good experience um, and Miss Stumpy spent a long time with beef he was yeah, talking nev- I've never me.
2: sent my wife off with of someone named beef before <laughs> <laughs> where's your wife oh, with beef oh
1: <laughs> yeah they spent a long time and uh, he said, um, when you have your actual uh, license in hand, if you want to come down, and we'll let you ride a bike around the parking lot yeah. until you're comfortable enough to take it out for a test ride on the street.
3: Did they make a recommendation?
1: Um, or was he walk- there
3: one she liked? Was there no, she there was a sports yeah.
1: <clears throat> But um, she has discovered, after sitting on many bikes, that she likes her uh, control, foot controls underneath her, and so many of the cruisers have more forward controls. Right. Except for there's many sportsters with mid controls. So there were a lot of bikes that she was sitting on. Oh, the one she did like was a Sportster twelve hundred, uh like a vintage one. Um and then we ran over to cycle gear real quick just to get some, some shoes. I got some socks.
2: She got socks. But <laughs> well, we all we're all gonna buy one thing too, remember?
1: So and this was a deal yeah. too. We we declared beforehand not only are we kind of assessing each of these places. Um, we agreed that each of us at one shop had to buy a thing that 's it right i just and so I bought Jim, so you unwrapped it. did you see what it oh did you see what it is so it 's uh it 's harley it 's Christmas ornaments, but these
3: are pretty nice
1: it 's two gas tanks and a helmet, but these are these are the a m f uh Harley design right yep. Which I love the AMF uh the seventies, early seventies?
4: Mid seventies.
1: Yeah, mid seventies uh paint the, style. Um,
2: this the, one's a piggy. Yes. The, yeah, the, the pig almost threw her. The the
4: piggy is uh seventy six and the um the superglide, the blue tank, I think is seventy five.
3: I but so but I just right love, in the I love of that
1: seventies yeah uh, Harley paint style. So I bucked up and
3: good did it. good produce. They're heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are like yeah, solid, yeah, yeah. whatever they are.
1: So it, it's solid America.
4: Um, yeah, it is. John, it's solid America. That's what it is.
1: So the next place was the place that you had um, you go frequent. I'd never been. You want to tell us where the next stop was?
2: Yeah. So we went over to uh, Spirit Motorcycles right uh-huh. down the road from in San Jose. And uh, they uh, they have, on one side of the building, they have Triumph, on the other side, they have Royal Enfield, Aprilia, um, Indian. Indian, and, and can Yeah. Oh, so, oh,
4: I'm going to stop you there. Um, ben, in Quebec, is Triumph Triomphe or Triumph?
0: Uh, we say uh, Triomphe. Ha, ha! Yeah. Oui. Uh-huh. Nice. Triumph. Yeah. yeah i think oh, it's wow, absolutely charming
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> i kind of knew that but a, it
1: sounds so charming no i just imagine when we say things like triumph and then he's like oh these crazy americans
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was french <laughs> <laughs> he's not He's not French He's Canadian Oh, sorry like the arc, arc So we went to Spirit mm-hmm. Yes Beautiful dealership Yes, um, big dealership Yeah, very aesthetically That's pleasing day, huh? We met Jake there We met Jake Jake, yeah
4: Spirit is a dealership of two
2: halves, though Yeah And always has been Different vibe in each side Yes And different personality of every side meaning, Yes Meaning workers Yes
1: And did they have a they couch?
2: Had, they did. They had couches. Did yes. they greet
1: us when we walked in?
2: The yeah, yeah. Well, one half did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, they had cool merch for us to shop and look at. They've yes. got
2: great merch yeah. next to Harley. Yeah. We
1: basically had the same experience. We didn't have a bad experience. Either. Right. And um, yeah, so she got to sit on more bikes. So we didn't mention, though, there was a common um, thread I was noticing, like, bunch of places we were going one of the most common brands of bike we were seeing it's actually royal enfield yeah Hmm. yeah yeah there were three Three dealers dealers of our six uh, that also carried Uh, royal enfield and
2: a full line too i
1: actually kind of like the meteor for miss stumpy even though it's only a 350 and it's underpowered but it's cool it's a it's a Royal Enfield, but it's a drop seat almost cruisery. Half I like, cruisery?
0: I like the brown one.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> um, I, I
0: rode a Royal Enfield in, in Nepal in the Himalayas. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they have that's, them a lot because they, they build them in uh, India.
1: Yeah, that's the best place to ride them.
0: Yeah. It was awesome. A bullet. Nice. Yeah. Wait,
1: did you ride the Himalayan?
0: It was a bullet. A it was bullet. a bullet. A yeah. bullet. So,
1: um, you know what? I was told at one of the dealers, he said, you know, I was informed it's not a Himalayan. It's a Himalayan.
2: Ah, yes. What?
1: Yes, he said it's
2: pronounced Himalians. Himalayan. Yep. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. that's the you, way You've been
3: there, Ben. Oh, uh, is that's it what Himalayan? we're looking at <laughs> I, mean, I uh, want to hear about <laughs> Ben's whole story all of a know, sudden. I'm like, we're talking. I want to hear about Ben's there. story. All right.
4: Um, well, hang on. I mean, yeah, but you can, you can go down this rabbit hole. I mean, is the exhaust system an Acropovic or a, a Porovic?
2: You know, <laughs> is it? Is it a tomato I'm, or a tomato? Oh, it's a,
4: a tomato? Cut up a tomato. I say tomato. And then no, I um, bet you do. <laughs> I,
1: I just so I just want to just to jump ahead. Then we met up with Emma, and our next three stops
4: were
2: lunch.
1: Are we in an earthquake right now? No. No, I felt. No. No, I think the blinds we're are moving. That's me. Okay, I I thought I well you were getting something. a bit thumpy. Um, so we went to uh, Morgan Hill. Well, first we went to Gilroy. Gilroy.
4: No, we, we went, went to, to Morgan. Morgan Hill. Hill Harley Davidson,
1: and then we went to Gilroy, which is KTM, Honda, Husky. Kawasaki.
3: How'd you like it? That's where I got my Hus- Honda.
1: Royal Enfield. Husqvarna. Yeah, Husqvarna. Yeah, nice kind of had everything. Yeah. They're, also,
3: they're very Gilroy. They're very ranch people down there. I liked Gilroy. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. liked, I thought no, they were, they, really were cool. they were
2: very friendly. I was I actually liked looking them. more bikes there.
3: Dude, they got me in and out of that place so quick. They were great. And they had some good follow-up customer service there. So shout out to Gilroy.
2: And then we
1: finished up in Hollister at the Indian, Indian, which is Indian on one side and then the other side. Kawasaki. Kawasaki, Honda. And again, very much a a dealership of two halves. Yeah. So what I wanted to get to the whole point of this is um, one of the things I wanted to start doing with our show um, is I wanted to start acknowledging giving some official yes. acknowledgement to things that I don't think have been properly acknowledged it, it's kind of like our award yes uh, what we're going to call this the golden misfit award of, yeah, I think, of well, excellence yes i think i like I that golden misfit award of, of excellence, excellence. <laughs> i like it when there's Platinum. something that we think is excellent we need
2: like and, a theme music for
3: this or something. I know, right? <clears throat> like Bill um, and Ted's excellent. And yeah. it's, it's called yeah, it some the, guitars. the G-Meow.
4: And, it's the G-Meow.
3: Is that?
1: I, what I had proposed <laughs> to the it's Misfits I is I said, "Who, what brand has the best dealer experience? With things like what I experienced with this shop that wouldn't even let me in, right? Right. Um, So many shops closing, and I get it, I understand The industry has changed. People aren't going in there to buy their gear and tires and stuff as much anymore. They're buying it online. The whole market has changed. And so many shops can't even get bikes right now. I get it. Not blaming anyone for making the changes they have to make to survive. But I said, who does it the best? Because I think in my mind, in my accumulative experiences over my decades of riding, I think there's some consistency and I think I know who is the best, has the best dealer experience.
4: And I think yesterday shown that there was a clear winner. Yeah.
1: And that is Harley Davidson. Yeah, Harley Davidson. Wow. Um, and Ben, you've been to dealerships around the world, right?
0: Well, oh, yeah, I've been to a few. Uh,
1: would you agree that around the world, Harley Davidson dealerships are always
0: always yeah
1: a good experience? Oh
0: yeah, they welcome you and yeah. yeah what about a- Ducati in Italy? I bet that <laughs> would be a good dealer experience. Yeah, I've never been, but it's can only imagine. Know. But anyway, yeah.
1: so and I mean and and runner up Indian who seem to have the same playbook. But what I noticed is especially at the dealers that had m- multiple. Um, Uh, lines there, Um, like at Hollister. They're Indian and and others. The Indian side had wood floors. It had a mantle with decorations and comfy seats and drinks. And then you walk through these doors to the other half, and it's...
4: Very concrete floors. Concrete floors,
1: plain, simple. Here's the bikes. Here's the parts. Here's
3: the... One big obvious difference that maybe a tell is that in the one side that's really nice, you also find, it's not in the other side, T-shirts and jackets and oh, yeah. pants and yeah, candles. Yeah. You know, you go Hollister, you make a left, and it's, God bless them, Japanese mm-hmm. fuel-injected bikes, but there's no T-shirts. It's just... They, yeah, they have some so, dirt biking
1: you know, gear. Um, yeah. All the Harley-Davidson's, and again, the displays, and they change, and they've got you know TV screens going and it's just friendly
2: vintage bikes around
1: hang out um not to say that especially around the country because I've been to some pretty amazing dealerships when you get into the heartland of the country where they can afford to have these giant dealerships and they've got boats and this and that or even Emma when we went down to Chaparral right which is ginormous it's world's biggest dealership second I thought
4: oh yes, second there's a larger one in China now something like that? that
1: but I mean it was impressive and it was very nice, but I wanted to recognize that uh, it's my belief that because there's consistency among these Harley-Davidson dealerships, that there's guidance right. and maybe even rules coming from corporate.
4: Um, yeah, and
1: most likely. And, and I I appreciate that,
4: I, is my point. My shout out to Harley-Davidson, they, um, while riding out to meet yeah. you, I picked up a nail in my back tire, and oh. they, which pissed me off more than you could possibly imagine and they dropped everything got me in the workshop hour later it was done on a saturday on a busy saturday you
2: think they would have done that if you were on rufus
4: Mm, probably no i mean because they wouldn't have worked on it right what were you writing Ooh, there's <laughs> the question. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're getting into quite a dun, contra- dun, controversial dun, topic now, because I mm, bought a new bike. Look. Yeah,
1: she
5: did. Ooh. Um,
4: oh, you'll never guess what it is, Bagel. You got all the clues okay.
5: right now. Is it a V-Rod?
4: No, oh. it's not. Um, I bought <laughs> a Harley-Davidson Super Glide.
0: Yeah. Wow. Which is basically yeah, nice. a diner.
4: Yeah. And... You know, I've been kind of after Wait, one for a while. Tell him, Can you tell them the year and the mileage? Okay, so it's a 2008 Superglide. Mm-hmm. And it has got 859
1: <laughs> miles on the clock.
5: <laughs> wow.
1: I, I think the nice. only thing that beats it is when I got the Elite 250 right. from you. Which is what, <laughs> a 87 that had 800 miles on it. Right. Yeah. Um. So... That's basically it. I wanted to recognize, yes, there's a lot of very nice dealerships out there. And they're individual dealerships. And that's because they're putting in their time, their money. And yes, there are places still offering hot dogs and have couches and have movie nights and popcorn and all the things. As well as great service. Good, I mean, what I'm saying is uh, I'm just recognizing that every Harley I've been into has been consistent and even though i'm not a regular harley rider i don't buy into the whole image the culture but i appreciate the good job that they do which makes me you know uh yeah it it makes me give them have a lot of respect
2: i I, you know he said that I, i was wondering you know does um is part of the problem we have selling a lot of motorcycles right now because uh because the japanese bikes don't really have a culture And it feels like Harley's reinforcing sort of the sales with the culture, with a place to be, with the spot. And where the other dealerships, I mean, I which I don't need all that when I go into a Japanese dealership. I want to see the bikes. But there isn't that same sense of like, I'm part of something when I walk in here.
4: Yeah. But, But, you know, we're still faced, you know, because at the end of the day, we need to get back to some kind of reality. And at the end of the day, we're still being approached with the same problem. There are very few younger people at Harley's, at Harley dealerships, both in the staff and in the clientele, and I think that's a real elephant in the room. Um, the young man who actually worked at the service department was was younger um, yesterday, who helped me get my mm-hmm. uh, get my uh, rear tire in, but he was definitely in the minority. I mean. All of the staff were in their 40s and 50s.
1: Oh, and John, you bought something at the Oh, the yeah. Yes, you did, did you, didn't bought? He, John?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, I bought a uh, a gremlin bill yeah. for, for for my wife. For
1: his wife's bike. She was like, oh, these are cute. What are they? I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, hold
2: on. <laughs> and yet I have no gremlin bill. Yeah. So well, you, that you have very, to have somebody
4: give it to you. Know, you can't buy your own. Um likes me. Um, so that's it i w- I wanted to just
1: acknowledge um that Harley Davidson does a great no, they, job
4: they, they do a great with job. that
1: and I enjoy going in on Harley dealerships. I'd say the one thing that I would like to see change that is starting to change. What I love about a lot of these other dealerships is the variety of riding styles from mini bikes to cruisers to dirt bikes and tours you know. But Harley is starting because uh, there was a live wire there. There was a Pan America there, one of each. And then, you know, a bunch of cruisers. So I, I-, I like to see that that's changing. And even, John, you mentioned at Triumph, it would be nice to see dirt bikes, which they've announced. And we're going to start seeing at Kawasaki, we're going to start seeing electric bikes. So, I mean, there is variety. It is changing. But congratulations, uh, Harley Davidson. You get our award of excellence.
4: Yes. There you nice.
1: go. Um, guess what time it is, everyone.
3: What time, time is Ill. it?
1: It's game time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, ben, don't get that look again.
0: <laughs> You're going to be okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine. This
1: is, we're going to have some fun with this.
0: All right. So
1: um, I don't know how I come up with these games, but I just, I get a thing and then I just go from there. <laughs> so um, this is the motorcycle slogan game. And this one is hmm. going to be real easy. And I just to like, just to prime you guys, if I said you meet the nicest people on a
0: ben? Honda motorcycle trip,
1: a Honda, <laughs> a Honda, <laughs> <laughs> a Honda, it's a slogan. We'll give them credit. <clears throat> How about this, um, Emma? Yes, darling. Let the good times roll.
4: Yes. What brand is that? Kawasaki. That's right. Mm.
1: You know, you guys Laissez know that. They say
4: Le Bon temps roule. Yes. Oui. Oui.
1: oui, oui. So, but I'm guessing that there are slogans you've not been that familiar with. And I dug a bunch up. So this is going to be really easy. We're going to go around the room and everyone will and get a shot. All these this. are motorcycle
2: brands or what are they? Yeah, yep, yep. Okay.
1: So, um, and I, I'm going to read to you four slogans. And you have to guess which one is the actual slogan that was oh. in, was or is in use. Mm-hmm. All right. So. John, we'll start with you. All right. First one is Honda. You may not realize in 2007, they, they launched a, a, a new marketing slogan. I'm going to read you four of them, and you got to guess which one. What year is this again? In 2007, okay. they launched this. All right. Option one, Honda, the power of dreams. Number two, Honda. The future is fast. Number three, Honda. Depend on us. Or number four, Bad Boys ride too. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. First, All right, it's the first one. The power <coughs> of
4: dreams.
2: Yep,
1: that is correct.
2: Oh, thank you. Go. Yep. There you go. Yeah, good job.
1: All right, Emma. Yes, darling. This one is. Harley Davidson. Yes. Okay. I'm going to read to you four. Right. You got to guess the right one. The first one, born to be wild. The second (laughs) one, live to ride, ride to live. Wow. The third one, live to ride, ride to eat. Wow. The fourth one, until you've been on a Harley Davidson you haven't been on a motorcycle.
4: Oh, that resonates. I think it might be number four.
1: Well, in fact, it's number two and four.
4: Okay. Live to ride, ah. ride to
1: live. And until you've been on Harley Davidson, you haven't been on a motorcycle. So
4: I'm kind of half right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Ben, are you ready for this one? I oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. BMW.
4: BMW. BMW.
1: BMW. <laughs> All right. I'm going to read to you three. <laughs> yeah. Ready. It's time to ride. All right, number two, precision and engineering. Number three, the pride of Germany. Or number four, sheer writing pleasure.
0: I would guess number two.
1: Precision and engineering.
0: Well, I think that sounds good.
1: No, I made that up. It's sheer writing pleasure. <laughs> well, I thought it was number two. Really? Yeah, oh. uh, yeah. I was wow. with you on that one. I <laughs> yeah. was really good. All right. All right, Jim. Yes. Yamaha.
3: Yes. Blue-blooded Yamaha. Okay.
1: The road starts here. It never ends. The legend rolls on. Or, life without a motorcycle is just life.
3: Oh, I like the last one. The best, right, so
1: which one of those can is a- an actual Yamaha used slug?
3: If it's a combo, I'll say two and three. If it's a one off, it's number two.
1: The road starts here, it yeah. never ends. Yes, no, I got that from uh, a t
3: shirt. I like it. Though.
1: It's blue blooded Yamaha, what? really, <laughs>
3: really, <laughs> really. Oh, wow
2: really last choice,
1: oh, yeah. and you can actually look it up. They used it on all sorts no, of things. I don't, I don't things, doubt you, How like interesting. racing and stuff.
3: I even could picture the ad in my <laughs> mind like it was this desert scene and a road going off.
1: Okay. Um, Cocaine's a hell <laughs> yes. Okay. How about Royal Enfield? You ready? All right. Is it made like a gun? Mm. Or is it go your own way? Mm, 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 mm. Or mm. power and beauty? Or... In lightness my strength
3: are you sure these aren't sex toys <laughs> <laughs> so
1: which one of those is an actual used slogan from Royal? oh Country?
3: man this is
5: really tough because
1: so, made like a gun in, tra-
5: in translation yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah the first one I'm gonna cross off the list I don't go think your that's own way
1: it. power and beauty in lightness my strength
5: okay something tell something inside me tells me it, it's go your own way. Can I, it?
4: can I pick up a bonus point you may are you sure about that bagel
5: well that was my first my first gut instinct but but my but what i was going to say was there's always something lost in translation yes in especially in marketing um so i think that Lightness in being might be in the lightness, my strength.
4: Enlightenment is my strength. Is that your final answer, Michael?
5: I'm going to say that's my final answer.
4: It's number one. It's, made,
1: it's made like a gun. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> well, they're but, going
5: after a certain market, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> go Your Own Way, used by Triumph, and Enlightenment ah. My Strength, used by
4: Ducati. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. And it, well, the, I was onto the something thing, there. I was going to say the thing to remember is that Royal Enfield, you know, it's an English brand that was picked up by an Indian manufacturer. Yeah. So there's no real translation, and like BSA and Benelli, gun mm-hmm. makers. True. Okay. Um. Let's see.
1: That brings us to John.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: How about Kawasaki? Mm.
2: Hmm.
1: All right. <laughs> Legend of American Roads. Number two. Powering your potential. Number three. More smiles per hour. Or number four. Lord of the streets.
2: (laughs) Number two.
1: Uh, Which one was number two? Powering your potential. Is that what?
2: That's my final answer.
1: That is correct.
2: And in fact,
1: Legend of American Roads was used by Harley in Russia. uh, More Smiles Per Hour was used by TVS Victor. And Lord in the Streets was for the Yamaha FZ16 over in the Asian market.
4: I think in India. Interesting. FZ sixteen.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's a one fifty three
2: oh, cc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, about sixteen
4: hundred. Wow. Like it. And, and that was lines, Lord of so yeah. the Streets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My God!
4: All right, here we go now. All right, Emma. Yes, darling. Bomota. Bimota. 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 Ooh. Yes.
1: All right. Is it motorbike of the century, mm-hmm. or is it technology of emotions? hmm Or, performance first. Or, definitely male and fully loaded at all the right places.
4: <laughs> oh, God. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm so tempted. I'm so tempted to say four. I'm so tempted to say four. Oh, my God. Yeah. <gasps> um... God, do you need to hear him again? No, 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 no. But were always so full of themselves (laughs) (laughs) and quite quite rightly so. I'm going to go number one.
1: Motorbike of the century. Yeah. Yeah. That was Honda for the CB750.
4: Yeah. Oh, well, Honda are full of themselves. You want to take another guess? Yeah. Oh, is it number four? (laughs)
1: Definitely male and fully loaded (laughs) in all the right places That was the slogan for the Bajaj Pulsar Oh my god (laughs) Oh my god (laughs) 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 Wow (laughs) You've narrowed it down to two You want to take another guess
4: Read me the two
1: Technology of emotions Or performance first
4: No I think technology of emotions Because I mean it is that kind of bike isn't it
1: That is correct Yeah, Because performance first was used by Honda
4: Alright Hmm
1: Okay, um, I've got one left, and I'm going to let Ben and Jim team up here.: Oh
3: yes, oh, Good. Yes. This is the dream we team. Yeah.
1: And this one is for Triumph. Oh,.
3: Okay.
0: Triumph. Okay. bring it on.:
1: Okay, when life gets complicated, I ride. Or: ride hard or stay home. <laughs> number three: for the ride. Mm. or number four function and freedom
3: okay we need so this is for triumph all right we need okay. a bit of consulting so when okay, life so how, gets complicated i again. ride what's one R- okay. when life gets complicated i'm I ride. kind of meteor meteor number how, two
0: about one we, uh, one uh, yeah I'm not sure okay. yeah.
1: ride hard or stay home number three Whoops. for the ride or number four function and freedom
0: Four to ride is uh, is pretty short. Uh, Like I I think it misses a little something to be like a full-on slogan. Right. So I would say maybe between two and four. Two and four. So what was two and four again?
1: Ride hard or Mm -hmm. stay home. It's got
2: to be Viagra's.
1: And function (laughs) and freedom.
3: Mm, Which one do you like? Yeah, I would go for number two, I guess. Okay, his accent makes him sound smarter, so we're going to go with number two.
1: <laughs> ride hard or stay home was a t-shirt I found. <laughs>
3: oh, okay.
1: Function and freedom No, made that up. <laughs> and when life gets complicated, I ride. There's another t-shirt I found.
0: Yeah. It's for the ride. For the ride. Oh, for the ride, yeah. yeah the the one. One. Short, and, uh, short and sweet. Yeah. So yeah, what yeah. do you guys yeah.
1: think of that? The nice Australian that was fun. Yeah. yeah, That was fun. Yeah. Interesting. Can you believe... Definitely male and fully loaded at all the right places. The Pulsar,
5: that's too Bajaj much. Bajaj
4: Pulsar. What a, What, a, a bagel, <laughs> what is what is a Bajaj Pulsar? Uh, a Bajaj I actually
0: Pulsar. rode a bike like that. Oh, oh did yeah, you? Go ahead. Yeah, in Nepal. Yeah, again. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is it is it a yeah.
4: motorcycle or a scooter? It is it is an Indian again, motorcycle
5: made by Bajaj. I believe I don't know if it's a one. So is it is a one or two cylinder? i think it's a two-cylinder isn't it
0: i can't tell but uh, yeah Yeah, i I think
5: it's a two-cylinder like a one i don't know like a real small it's like a 110 or 125 something like that it's
4: definitely male
5: and well it has it
4: has (laughs) the interesting thing about
5: the the interesting thing about the pulsar is it has two spark plugs per cylinder oh
4: i'm pretty sure and and
5: they and they have a a slightly offset firing
4: does it it has a a a double spark has it got a willy I don't know. It's got two sure, spark we plugs. It. We Willie Winky. Pulsar.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little. It's
4: just
1: a little motorbike. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a small bike. I'm pretty yeah. sure they had an Indian guy in a muscle shirt on the ad or something. Good <laughs> Probably. I know. I know. But you it was it was bizarre, It was
5: Bajaj's you know flagship motorcycle for many years. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, they're everywhere in uh, like India and Nepal, so you can get yeah. them from pretty cheap. You just need to go around and you can rent one at any corner. Yeah. Yeah. So how
1: are we doing so far, Ben? You having fun?
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, because <laughs> uh, I know that some of these the slogans yeah. that you made them up,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. and they're they're quite good. I mean, thank you, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> like we we could have,
1: yeah, precision and freedom. Yeah. I know. <laughs>
0: so yeah, they, they need to call you before they choose the next slogan. Uh, so I, I am
4: actually going to. I think this is as good a time as any for the. Um, I'm going to actually award a misfits. Golden, what do we call it?
2: Golden turtle now. Golden it? Phallus.
4: Golden Phallus of Excellence. <laughs> golden Phallus of Excellence. <laughs> um, <laughs> to actually to Liza. Ooh.
0: Because oh, boy, oh. Oh. Oh.
4: the one thing that we we all kind of take for granted is once a week we come into this studio and it's basically two hours of our time. We give two hours of our time and it's very funny and witty and we have a great time. and, But... We tend to forget how much time and effort Liza actually puts in to making this happen every week. True. And every week there's something new, and every week there's a quiz, and every week there's a guest, and every week it's a fresh show. And people really enjoy it largely because of the effort that Liza puts in.
1: Thank you, Emma. I accept this award of excellence.
4: There you oh, are. On my own very nice. <laughs> tralala. <laughs> very, very nice. And long may you reign.
1: I know. I sit, sit there, watch Law and Order, and go, hey, I wonder if that could be a mm. I, I go down a rabbit hole. I you know <laughs> I, had I was a thinking
4: of, fun, of a great show. Uh, you know, based on um, you know, laws and nice little things to eat. I call it law and hors d'oeuvres. Oh, I like that. Yes, I thank would you.
3: like to be on the <laughs> inaugural show. We will tour Monterey's. Yes, exactly. Eateries and Courthouses trailers.
4: and eateries. Aye. Law <laughs> <Lord> and order. <laughs> <Hey>, Emma. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, darling.
1: When you get in an accident, who are you going to call?
4: Oh, Law Tigers. That's right. Rawr. 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 They're <laughs>
1: great. One eight hundred Law Tigers. Your case evaluation is free. Catalogs, and they don't get paid until you get paid. You have to remember, um, you know, they should be your first call to make because they're going to fight for motorcycle riders, and they're going to know how to talk to the insurance companies to all the parties involved. You have to remember, insurance companies don't want to tell you what you are uh, able to get. They don't tell you that. your gear can be replaced. This, that, and the other. They're going to try and get out in the lowest, and so that's why having a motorcycle specific exactly attorney can help you out.
4: And we know you're smart. You are. You know. You may be a dentist. You may be a doctor. You might be a motorcycle mechanic. It doesn't matter how smart you are. Insurance companies aren't your buddy. If you have a wreck, you'd better call these guys.
1: Yeah. And the one thing we also have to all remember when we go out and ride, it's, it's, you know, it's a solo sport for most of us, but you have to remember that on the line are our friends and family that if something does happen to us, we're putting them on the line to help take care of us. So that's why another reason why you want to call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS because they're going to help everyone out to get what you need to get what you deserve. So 1-800-LAW-TIGERS, they can help you get your motorcycle and gear repaired or replaced. They know how important your motorcycle is to you. So give them a call.
4: Absolutely. And I was thinking of a joke, especially for my English friends, that I always carry my donor card because I would like somebody to have my kebab after my death. (laughs) I don't understand. Okay. No, my English friends will enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me.
1: one 800 lawn Tigers.
4: They're great. They're Roar. great. Roar. Roar. Yes, <laughs> Tigers.
1: So, Ben, let's get a little bit more about you and your trip. So you're heading down to South America. This is a. Big well, adventure.
0: I'm going to, uh, yeah, first Central America. Mm-hmm. So um, I plan on uh, reaching Panama. But uh, but then uh, South America, the borders are not all open because of COVID. So. And
1: what's your plan for the Darien Gap right now?
0: I'm not going through the Darien Gap. I mean, if you go through the Darien Gap, you write a, bi- a book about it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, no. Yeah, So, So, but, you're so, gonna, what, so
1: I th- you're going to take a boat
0: yeah. yeah I have a friend in Panama that owns a hotel there oh, so good. Uh, so I'm gonna stop there uh, and leave the bike uh, in Panama while I'll go back for work in um, uh, in Canada and then come back when all the borders are open and all and uh, just step on a probably like a sailboat there's people do that so they take mm-hmm. you on their sailboats and you do this little cruise on the Caribbean all nice. the way to uh, Cartagena like mm-hmm. in Colombia. And then uh, uh-huh. start from there, and then uh, hit the road. So back, yeah.
1: Now, you know, the, there are a lot of people who've done trips like this on the KLR, and there's a lot of people who say there's better bikes than the KLR. But for you, it's already been proven to you because you've already taken this bike someplace. And he's got
2: a nice second bike too that that he could.
0: Yeah, I, I have um, that uh, Tenere 700 uh, <laughs> yeah. in my garage.
1: I uh, know, Jim's like, what? You yeah. got that? <laughs> and he chose KLR.
0: I chose a KLR for a uh, few reasons. Um, like Liza said, um, I took the other bike. Um, I bought this this bike actually for another trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I put it in a plane and shipped it to Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, so we called it the uh, the Silk Road Expedition. So we went from Greece to uh, to China and then down Pakistan to India.
1: So he's nice. been on... Yeah, Bagel, he came through Kunjarab. He's been Very to Hunza, cool. DSI yeah, he's he's done all of that. So you know, I mean, you've learned that we're we're very big on our Pakistan yeah. trips. We love it. Yeah, love
0: Pakistan as well. And and I mean, what you do is pretty cool as well. Bringing women there and mm-hmm. doing these these trips. Uh, that 's just like another horizon that uh being uh, exploring that it's it 's pretty cool and and you get to know that these people are very nice as well i mean in Pakistan in the north of pakistan you you meet some really really nice people and they take you to their places and it 's not uh like people what people think of of this place so that's good that you get to
1: one of the things yeah. i do like about it is the danger factor you know i still cannot let go of the fact that bagel got to go over a broken collapsed suspension bridge and i yeah, haven't got that- to do that oh. um but <laughs> well but <laughs> yeah. no ben bagel ben has his own story you got to go over well, you, you started a landslide.
0: <laughs> I think my KLR oh. with his low grunting sound started. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually, our group got separated by the landslide oh, yeah. for two days because they had to clean the road with like uh, trucks and, and all. So wow. um, Yeah. So we went on the road and there were already like a few uh, rocks, like just uh, laying down. So we went past this like little amount of rock. And uh, I think I just triggered the, like the rest. And uh, just behind me, uh, it, it fell like the whole, like, yeah. It, wow. It, yeah, it, so your your KLR like... had just the right frequency to just <laughs> shake those rocks loose. Exactly. So now I watch myself. I pull the clutch when I, when I pass my uh, sketchy places.
1: Jim, wow. I'm curious when you hear this, does that make you say, I want to go do that? No. <laughs> that,
5: so buried
3: the... alive, knocked off a cliff. I'm good, thanks.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's you? the power of brat. How about you, yeah, John? Are you brat. like
1: yes, please? Oh,
2: give me a double helping. Sign me up, hundred percent.
1: That's me too, and that's one of the things I love. There is a certain danger element there.
0: There is, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But I don't, th- yeah, and it can it can be tricky. Some places you, you need. I mean, even the people in Hunza, people are really nice. Mm-hmm. But there oh, are yeah. some other places that you should not go. That they don't, they just don't want you there as a foreigner. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but but yes, uh, it, and and the road itself, uh, like like that landslide, and uh, in Shimshal Valley, um, yes, we talked about I'm it a bit earlier. To. You want to yeah. go? And yeah. uh, it's it's a really sketchy road. It's beautiful, and, and I mean the fun factor of being <laughs> on, on that road will be just really really nice. But uh, a woman fell down a bridge while we were there. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, prob- well, and it's a, there's a video. Like it's been, uh, I sh- it, she fell on the same day that we were there, and then on the, uh, we didn't see saw her. But at, at night, uh, uh, another girl showed me a video of her falling, and she actually she she looked down the bridge, and oh. the, like the bike just followed where she was looking. Oh, I had man. a I had a
1: bridge incident <laughs> on my last trip. Oh, did you? We did. We for no reason. We did not need to cross the bridge. But we saw a a little suspension bridge down over the river. And we're like, oh, that looks cool. (laughs) Didn't need to. (laughs) Went across it. And it was halfway across as it is rocking back and forth. Oh, no. And it's only about three feet wide. It's a pedestrian bridge. Oh, okay. And it's rocking. And I'm looking at the water below me. And I went, I'm going to die. And there's no guardrail. Mm, You know? So I'm like, oh, yeah, this is it. And... Uh, all you could do is keep going as it's going back and forth, which caused me to keep kind of going up and down, up and down, which caused it to sway even more.
0: Well, oh, was, man.
1: And then I still had to go back to get back to the road, and I'm like, I can't. Someone's gonna got to take my bike from me.
0: Right. Because oh, I'm like, I, I can't do it. Well, the consequences are just so high. Uh,
1: I, got my, I got in over my head. Yeah. 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 I got in over my head on that.
5: Um, and then you tell people to stop coming, right?
1: I had to stop everyone who was following us. i oh, yeah. I like, oh, they're going that way. I'm like, stop, do not come. One other person came after me and he was shitting bricks. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, I don't. yeah. But there is a danger element. Yeah. And that's something that I really like about it. But also the beauty. Um, but also knowing, and I don't know if you had this experience, but you can ask anyone for help there.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyone yep. will help
1: you with anything. Yeah. And that is, is is a great thing um, that makes me just feel so comfortable and welcome there. Mm-hmm. But so so you went from Greece uh, down to how far did you go?
0: Um, we actually went all the way um, following the ex-USSR. So basically, like the mm-hmm. Silk Road. Mm-hmm. Um, our plan was to go through India to uh, through like Turkey and Iran. Mm-hmm. That's that uh, do I pronounce it iran right? Iran right mm-hmm. and um but the thing is uh because we're allies of the Americans yeah, we cannot yeah. go into sorry thing. about that <laughs> so yeah. us u k and Americans cannot go into yeah. Iran um you can go with a guide, but now a new rule that came in uh maybe six months uh before we left was that you can you can no more take your own personal vehicle as being a Canadian there. And American, oh, wow. UK. so so that was out of the question of us going there. So we had to mm. find another way. So we went through through Georgia and mm. uh, Azerbaijan, mm-hmm. mm. and uh, and there's um, so there we had two options. So there's uh, we had three options actually. There's a boat that leaves from Baku, in Azerbaijan, that goes through uh, to Kazakhstan, mm-hmm. which is uh, quite a journey. And the thing is, this boat leaves about every two weeks when it's full and you don't know when it's leaving. <laughs> right. So you cannot call and try <laughs> to time yourself to be there on time. So you might arrive there and it just left uh, the harbor and you have to wait for the next one two weeks after. And this is what you find yeah.
1: in places like this in the world. Time has a different meaning
0: there. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
1: and In some places, like I know in Pakistan, you just tell somebody what day or week you'll meet them. And then like it just works itself out. Like there yeah, it's weird how that works.
0: Yeah. The thing I was I was talking uh, earlier about these these uh deadlines that we had that I didn't want on this trip now. Mm-hmm. It's um so that was one uh because of the boat and we had to reach China on a specific date because in Ch- in this part of China China is
1: uh, difficult to travel in.
0: It is. You need a guide you there. You need to have
1: a guide. We had people who were coming through China. They had all gotten together through um I forget one of the online
0: adventure groups. Horizons Unlimited. Yeah. And
1: they had through that Mm -hmm. and they had arranged, there was like a dozen people, many traveling individually. Yeah. But they all came together to travel as a group. Because you shared the
0: price of the guide.
1: Share the guide. And there was a couple from Australia who, while they were in China, their visa expired. So they got to uh, the Pakistan border and they couldn't leave. And they were told they had to go back to go get a new visa, but they're with this group and everyone was no. traveling through to Pakistan. So we met them when we were there in Skardu, mm. not Skardu, in, um, in Pasu, and there was a group of people coming down and they're like, yeah, we had to leave one of our people. They're trapped. They're being held by the government. Yeah. And we sent Moyne up there wow. to go break them out. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how he did it, but they joined us on our trip.
5: Oof.
0: But wow. they
1: talked about... It, that part of China was not that much fun.
0: No, they're not cool. I mean, they're not cool. The no. food
1: wasn't good, and yeah, it, yeah. You, you it's have the, hard to travel there.
0: The locals there—they yeah. they, mm-hmm. they are the um, the the Uyghurs, and they are really could, yeah. ostracized by uh, by the Chinese government there. And they, yeah, there are really really bad things happening at the moment in this part of the uh, of the world. And I've been talking with, off the record with some people there, and yeah, it's not it's not cool. And uh, and the well, it's, Chinese it's are not genocide, right? It's kind of genocide. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. there's some shit going down, and they were all very happy to get into Pakistan, and Moyne was very happy to to spoil them and and, and show them around, <laughs> you know, nice. and kind of because they were kind of scarred coming out of there.
0: Yeah, right? no doubt. Yeah, that's rough.
1: So you had similar experience? Were you glad yeah. to get out of there?
0: We, uh, yeah, we. For us, we we didn't stay very long uh, Mm -hmm. in China uh, for one reason is that um, on the weekend, it was like a holiday weekend. So the border was actually closed Mm -hmm. and they didn't tell us before. So we we Mm -hmm. found out like uh, on a a Tuesday night that we had to leave really early on a Wednesday morning and to do... What we were supposed to do in two days in one single day to reach the border and cross that's a lot of pressure because yeah. if wow. not, they, they were gonna cross the border until like the next Monday yeah so we would hmm. have been like trapped in 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 China for until the border opens oh. so, yeah well
5: everything's closed for the holiday right
0: yeah and then oh yeah and then everything's closed and yeah. um, and you need you can't go around because you need that guide every every place you want to have gas they're gonna ask you for uh they need you need you can, like, you cannot just go and get gas. Mm-hmm. You need a special wow. card. And that one reason because of that is because the, go- the government is really controlling everything there, all the resources. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, so if there's an uprising, like the, the population wants to, like, claim something, then ju- they just shut down the, the gas station. And they're like uh, castles with, uh, like, all the gas station. Yeah, they just close, like, wow. the, the fences and nobody can come in like Mad
5: Max style almost.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not. <laughs> wow. So, uh, but still the um like the the scenery is nice. Uh yeah. like the mountains are nice and all. Yeah.
1: So, um and mm. were what were some of your highlights and favorite places to visit? And I didn't ask when was this and how long did it take.
0: That was uh 2018. Um Okay. So, so yeah. So
1: pre-pandemic, yeah
0: yeah three weeks three yeah and I, I was thinking like the pandemic arriving while yeah. I would have been there would have been like chaotic because you, you have a we, you need a carne, carne mm-hmm. so be, the, that carnet uh, doesn't allow you to leave the bike uh, there so uh, being some people that were trapped there in the pandemic were really in trouble because you you can't go in another country you can't track back to the country where you're just coming from. you can't stay there and you can't leave your bike there. So, and you can't, so, I mean, flying a bike out of Pakistan, not Pakistan, but I mean, uh, like uh, Kazakhstan or something like that would have been. uh,
1: And I remember that was what Elspeth had the carne issues with her bike in India.
4: Absolutely.
0: She
1: was traveling around the world. This was in the eighties and she was stuck in, in, in India And they kept telling her, oh, you need to go back to here and get this. And and she was tired and broke and sick. Hmm. And she blew the border at WAGA. She's like, they can shoot me. She just got on her bike and she just rode. (laughs) Now, this was before what you experienced, the whole stadium. It was just a road and a guard shack. That was it. And she just blew through there.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. A woman. and Yeah. (laughs) Wow. She's got.
1: Because she was stuck in this whole business of not having the right paperwork. Somebody didn't do a stamp, the carnet, and she was just being sent in circles after like riding for days on a train, stuff like that. I mean, Hmm. crazy. So I know Mm -hmm. that's one of the things with traveling that can be a real pain in the ass, dealing with each government and their... Uh, even when you have everything in line yeah. and done right, somebody can forget to stamp something and you're right. trapped. I've heard of that in, in uh, going down in South America. Hmm. People, yep. um, I I heard of people who are traveling where they'd go through a uh, border crossing and then they'd get to the next one and somebody didn't stamp their passport and now they have to go back, but they won't let them out that way either because they aren't officially in the country. They yeah. don't exist.
0: So you're, the and you're trying room. to like explain
1: yeah. everything and nobody gives yeah. a shit and you're just sh- screwed. So you have to find right. somebody to pay off, <coughs> yeah. basically.
0: It happened to us in um, Azerbaijan. One of the guys, um, he doesn't know if he lost the paper or if mm-hmm. it was not given to him. Yeah. But then when we got to get on the boat to cross through Caspian Sea, um, yeah, he wouldn't let him on. And so that meant, like, missing that boat meant, like, wasting two weeks because waiting for the the next boat and all. So he just bribed the guy and got on.
1: So what were your favorite places to ride? Places you would recommend to other people to visit?
0: Oh, definitely um, Tajikistan is, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, the Pamirs. Yeah, the Pamirs is a beautiful uh, chain. The mountains there, Uh, the people are nice. Um, it's different uh, they're, um, They are um, Muslims mm-hmm. But uh, it's a different type of Muslim uh, Like the women drink alcohol mm. They don't cover their uh-huh. hair um, they're, they're called the uh, Ismailis
1: Oh, the Ismailis, yeah. yeah
0: So the same thing as in uh, Unza mm-hmm. Valley mm-hmm. in the north Right so the yeah. um, the well, they're just very very nice people, and um, and the scenery is beautiful, and you're really high in altitude, so you've got that uh, kind of uh, mountainish, and you're on the border of um, uh, what's the country? Uh, that, uh, America just pulled out of oh, Afghanistan? Afghanistan. So oh, yeah. you're following the border yeah, of yeah, Afghanistan yeah. for uh, for a few days if you go down the road on the Pamirs. And um, so, but but you, there's a really nice scenery, like the mountains and all. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's a that's one place I would. And yeah.
1: how did the KLR do? I mean, it's a carbureted bike, and you're going over Kundra Pass. Yeah.
0: So we yeah. did the two highest roads in the world. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. So the second highest first from uh, Tajikistan to Kyrgyz, Kyrgyzstan, mm-hmm. and then uh, the highest road, well, uh, highest paved road, uh,
1: highest international border crossing. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, which yeah. is
1: almost 16,000. Was it bagel 15? It's like 15,000. 960 all, feet or
5: yeah, something like 16, that. Yeah, it's almost
1: 16,000.
0: Yeah, it's pretty yep. high. Yeah. So, yeah, you get tired walking, so better be on a KLR. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the the carburetor did did quite well actually, oh. but uh nice. yeah, we we I like we we would still like ride pretty slowly, but uh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's one of the now,
4: advantages ...of a CV carb, mm-hmm. because CVs, yep. to a certain extent, compensate for mm. altitude.
5: Right. I was just going to make that make that point. That's a, that's a CV carb, right?
4: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Yep. Nice. And, you know, if the worst happens, you can always just take the airbox lid off and introduce mm. more <laughs> air, which will help. Because the higher you, you go, the fatter flow. the bike becomes... Because you're still pulling in the same amount of fuel, but there's just less air, there's less oxygen, so it gets fatter yep. and fatter and fatter, and so eventually, you know, it's oh, it's like you've got the choke on, then you can just pull it away. But yep. um, CV carburetor, it really is quite good at compensating. So um, I'm glad that I'm glad the KLR did well. So Not a surprise.
1: So now you're going to be traveling in the pandemic. What um restrictions are in place now that you may have to deal with that you wouldn't have before
0: well uh, in Central America it's um, the borders are if if you get there and you show that you have uh, your your vaccines and uh, and all it's um what, from what I've read because I've like I've read like on the forums and, and stuff before I left. The difference between this trip and the other trip the other trip I took like one year to plan mm-hmm. and like pretty much like every day doing some planning and and preparing but this trip was quite fast like uh just a few days before and uh but uh but yeah i i just I just went and looked at other stories and asking a few people that it's been there, and they all say that yeah it's you just show your vaccines and and but the difference is like uh well. That's not a pandemic uh, thing, but uh, going in Central America, then you need the temporary import permits uh, in, in pretty much every country. So, but that's the thing that uh, yeah, it's just it's better than the carne anyway. So I think
2: you more. jumped over it though. So I mean, you said you like four days. You decided to go on the trip all the way down.
0: Five. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you just like I'm just gonna go. Bye. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> it's a little bit more complicated than that, but but uh, like big picture. Um, uh the the border was closed between Canada and the US so uh, before that it wasn't really a possible thing and okay. um i'm in tw- i'm between uh two jobs so uh at the moment i was free uh and um the bike was there and the winter was coming so it's <laughs> a lot of motivators and, and the
1: window was closing the
0: window yeah. was closing yeah. very fast and uh, i thought like it's now or never yeah so um i I pretty That's much, cool. yeah, I had pretty much everything like in boxes, pretty much just ready to put back in the panniers and, uh, and the bike, I already had like adventure, like preparation. So I did a few, a few things. I was planning to leave on a Wednesday, but then they were, we were expecting freezing rain on Wednesday. So I left on Tuesday so. <laughs> <laughs> and then nice. like, I, that was like the, <laughs> the, the, the deadline on Wednesday was done for the rest of the winter. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow! You so got out there the last second. Yeah. So
4: when when do you start your new job?
0: Well, I don't have a new job yet. So. <laughs> oh, oh! So you can
4: you know you might be looking for a new job in Panama.
0: Well, um, it, well, not in Panama. <laughs> 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 I, I still have a house and I've got tenants okay. back home, so I need to some things I need to take care of, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll go home. But there's we're in um, these these days. There's quite a lot of work uh, in my field, uh, so that's why I was just um, feeling what I wanted to do something else. So I quit my job and, uh, but uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be looking for for new things. Yeah,
1: nice. So is this part of a um, going to go around the world in segments kind of thing?
0: Yeah, I told you about that. Yeah. So yeah. So the plan is that's a year long, uh, like a like a. A lifelong journey, kind of. So my plan is to to go around the world uh, by ground, um, bit by bit. So I've done so that that thing from uh, Europe to uh, to China and uh, well to India actually was uh, I think the most complicated part uh, because of the carne and all the like yeah. the restrictions between the countries and like political instability and all. So that thing is done so now riding from here to Panama will be quite easy and then uh to uh, Ushaya will be um not not easy but I mean there's there's got some tricky places and all but um logistically talking I think it's not going to be uh too complicated so so then yeah so later in the future then do some other parts and hopefully linking the whole ball by by the yeah, well, wow. by the end of this life,
1: and what's going to be on your nice. next journey?
0: The next journey would be um, um, probably um, doing the UK to Greece. Hi. Oh, that'll be a nice trip. <laughs> I like how you nice. just
1: like, <clears throat> yeah, put it all together. And yes. in the end, you're gonna have a scrapbook. It'll be all continuous, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a plan. I, I want to link. I, I really want right. to link like one place to the other. It's
1: like yeah. that's how they film movies. I don't start filming the first <laughs> first scene on the first day. Yeah, <laughs> it'll all work out the same.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna edit that at the end. Nice. So
1: curious is is anyone following your travels?
0: Well, on this trip, um, like um, because I left a little bit uh, spontaneous. Um, I didn't uh, really put a lot of things uh, on- online yet, mm-hmm. but I will. Um, so to anybody who wants to, to follow me on Instagram, um, my personal Instagram will be probably the place where I'll, I'll put all the... Uh, um,
4: would you the- like to put it out there and then we can get you some cheerleaders? So how can people <laughs> find you on Instagram?
0: Oh, um, my-, my name on Instagram was, uh, is Rubbers. So uh, I'll spell that. So that's B-E-N underscore R-O-B-E-R-G-E. So um, I, uh, I've already put a few stories and all, but uh, yeah, it's going to get more interesting as um, as more uh, south. as I,
1: So know. now as you're going south, yeah. Itchy Boots is heading north. Do you know Itchy Boots? Oh, wow.
0: I don't know Itchy Boots.
1: Uh, normally she's a YouTuber oh, who yeah. travels around the world, and she just landed in South America wow. with her Sierra... To 300L, 300L, and she's heading up to Alaska.
0: Oh, nice. Oh, cool.
1: Yeah. So, we have
5: to meet up and have coffee.
1: You should look up Itchy Boots. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah and see where you guys are going to meet. What is your Instagram nice. one more time?
0: It's Ben underscore Robberge So, B E N underscore R O B E R G E. Okay. Yeah. Did, did you find him?
2: I did. I just did.
0: Okay, well
4: let's we'll get you we'll get you some more followers and some more cheerleaders. So um, follow Ben and just give him a rah and hey ya and
0: go Ben. And if if anybody's on the road, uh, just uh, hit me up, and uh, we'll we'll have a drink. Uh, uh, It's so fun to meet other travelers, and uh, even better when they're coming the other way because they tell you about what's coming, and so you can share. uh, Yeah. Well,
1: I gave you a motorcycle's misfit sticker you put on your bike, and that way people will know. Yeah, you're one of us. You're a misfit.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Nice. Well, I wanted to get some um, uh, quick announcements in. First of all, for anyone who's interested in the Stumpy Land of the Jump trip to pakistan what the what that's what it's called
2: well it was stumpy's land of the giants
1: stumpy's land of the giants
4: oh my
2: god it doesn't, um, it doesn't get any better
1: <laughs> no we've had quite a few people who are interested in coming and and now with ben's uh i actually, review
4: i
2: actually like
4: Stumpistan.
1: i know um what we're going to be mean. doing is a little q a session for anyone who's interested in coming and that's going to be next Saturday, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean next Saturday night at seven p.m. Pacific time. And if you're interested in uh, hearing more or jumping on a call with Liza and myself, then uh, email uh, me email us uh, directly at
1: recyclemotorcyclegarage recycle at gmail dot com. I'd be glad to send you the link. And this is for anyone who has questions. Obviously, I mean Ben, you've been there, nice. but for many people in the world, they don't understand, especially that when you hear things like oh, landslides and Collapsed bridges. People yeah. might have You're questions. Well, and I, I get it.
2: So we're here to answer those questions. <laughs> and I imagine not. It's not just for stumpies, right? Because if somebody hasn't,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. I, I do Zoom calls for the chickistan group too. And then um, we have another announcement about Numb Nuts Challenge. Yes, uh, which is going to be happening in January. Um, for and if you don't know, we're we're holding a challenge. Uh, it's a bit of an endurance contest at
4: oh. my motorcycle shop.
1: Where um, I, myself and other people who are entering, no charge, we're going to sit on our parked bikes in a parking lot as long as we can.
0: Oh, okay. That's a pretty, pretty <laughs> and, interesting challenge.
1: And I'm throwing up $1,000 as a
4: cash prize. Oh. But we have announcements. But we're adding more prizes. Huh. So there oh, wow. are going to be more prizes. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, I'm expecting the price count to actually go up, but I'm going to chuck in a few prizes. Oh, what are you throwing in? I'm not... Well, you know, these are going to be valuable prizes. Okay. I mean, rear tire. Oh, that's that's nice. Fitted. Oh, that's
1: really nice. I need There a you tire. go. He needs no. a tire. <laughs> Oil chain. How long do you think you can sit on your bike?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but I know you told me about how your seat was comfortable. Just Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's doing all this
1: on a stock KLR seat, too. But yes. oh, the right. highlight...
4: Mm-hmm. The highlight will be oh. Emma's Burlesque, Burlesque Show. Yes. yes. <laughs> so that's a prize in itself. Um, will there will
2: be a spot to put quarters so we can... No, uh, but
4: I will be providing the Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have dollar beer bills
3: behind my not behind my ears. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, um, this rot- is classy. wait, Rotten <laughs>
1: Tomatoes and dollar be- beers—that sounds good.
3: Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> it's strictly
4: classy. It's high class entertainment. It really is.
1: So, if you're interested in entering our challenge you can email me at recycle motorcycle garage at gmail.com also if you go on to facebook you will find the numb and umb space nuts challenge and if you reply going you'll automatically be getting all the updates and and such
4: and you know in order to enter you don't need to be numb and you certainly don't need nuts <laughs> But it <laughs> just, <it's>, well, you just. But you might need to
5: be nuts.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes. This is exactly it. That Z nuts with the or with a S. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and another topic. I'm uh hosting a big thumper dual sport ride next week. Yeah. And uh, so we're gonna start here at the garage on Saturday at mm. nine a.m. Can I come? Yes, you can. Yes. And uh, so if you're interested in coming along, uh, meet up. Uh, look for big thumpers on Meetup, and that's the best. Icon. What's the route? What's the route? Uh, over the hills and through the woods. All right. I think. I think
1: Thumper
3: denotes dirt. So that's I, I'm, I'm asking. thinking yeah. that
1: El Famosa and Gloria Road are going to
4: be right, on the that's what we're thinking. The, yeah. I can't, I can't go. I can't go. Do you you know? don't have a dirt bike. I do have a Harley Davidson. <laughs> yeah, I <know>. <laughs> I <laughs> maybe know. I should put knobbies then, on it.
2: <laughs> Ooh. And then we'll come back through uh, Mount Madonna and maybe hit the playground. Yeah. And uh, um,
3: Summit Road. A dog.
1: One other quick announcement. Um, I still have some t shirts left. Though I only have small, medium, and large, but I still am throwing out the same deal. If you'd like one, $15 shipped here in the U.S. If you want a small, medium, or large, send an email to RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. We have some emails to read. I want to get to these. And this first one, oh, Jim, you don't know about this one.
2: Okay, this is great. This is a
1: good one. Um, Because Emma has pissed somebody off. I've, no, I've upset somebody. She she has upset. Poor Gavin in the UK. I know. He says, Oi, misfits. Just listened to the last podcast and was very upset with Emma and would just like to put it out there to stop picking on the big guys. The world is not the WWE and we big guys are more often than not the non-fighters in any group. We don't feel we have to prove ourselves like the little people. So stop putting your hang-ups about your size on us. Um, and remember, <laughs> and remember, <laughs> if you little people are going to pick on us, make sure that first punch is a good one. Because we might not be violent at first, but pushed, we will just sit on you. <laughs> Hashtag gentle giants. Just joshing with you guys. If you recall last week she talked about mm-hmm. fighting tips. Yes. Find the biggest guy and hit them.
4: Yes. No, and I. Gavin with took offence. So, no, Gavin. I am. I'm so sorry, darling. I really am. And you're exactly the kind of bloke I would actually propose to
3: in a heartbeat. So um, only because you want him to sit on you. Well, no, then it's tempting. <laughs> yes, it's very I saw your tempting. your eyes light up in the sitting. Came- no,
4: but I mean, you know, I find myself in an untenable position because if you can imagine, if you want a tip. If you're in a pub and you Mm. get involved in a fight, you find, say, the smallest guy there and smack him.
3: Beat the crap out (laughs) of the littlest (laughs) guy. The littlest guy. That's not right. That's not right. And everybody's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? (laughs) No, I, exactly. I, I, I support your initial <laughs> consultation. Is still to the eyeball of the business. No, I, the yeah, room. I
4: was going to say, yeah, use the weapons at hand. Um, but uh, I, I am so sorry, Gavin, and I, I, I get the impression that that was quite tongue in cheek. So um, good on you, mate
1: jim you have yes. one
3: there i wanted you to read i do i have i have two i got one the, um, the desert one. Oh, the desert oh one. the dessert one the dessert i hope there's, to i hope this i hope this marzipan writing to death well there has to yes. be marzipan with that title <laughs> uh that's a catcher though that's from matt barlow hey matt uh hey lies and crew i'm looking for input from uh any of you that would uh that would like to share Maybe Jim might have some ideas. Uh, a few friends and I are headed to Death Valley the last week of Ooh, February, blimey. and I wonder if there's anything I should check out or avoid. We're mostly uh, on middleweight dual sports. He's on a DRZ 400E mm-hmm. with luggage and a desert tank, uh, and plan on spending three to four days in the area. I'll make sure to get some pics in my Emma's Army shirt, haha, just to represent, and have tracks saved on the GIA app uh, already. Excellent. Thanks for the damn fine show and keep up the Lord's work. Aww. X's and O's from Matt in Utah. I tell you what, nice. and I stand to be corrected here, but I think Death Valley's
4: going to get pretty frigging cold at night It'll in be February. Chilly. Yeah, but he's coming from Utah, so I think he yeah. must know. But yeah, that'd be the one thing I'd throw out. You, you'll need chilly. to double up on that Emma's Army shirt at night, darling. But yeah, the just- thought <laughs> of going to bed with Matt every night... Mm. It
3: keeps me warm. Clutching, <laughs> clutching you, clutching a motorcycle. Yes,
4: oh, no, that's clutching. The Matt, clutching me that's to his do. chest.
2: I don't know what side of Death Valley he's going to be on, um, the good side, the probably. good side. Yes. Yeah. But if you're on the uh, the Mojave Roadside, there's lots of things to see, um, lots of old hippie stuff. You can go to Charlie Manson's old house if you want to like, oh. be that. And mm-hmm. and uh, there's yes. some abandoned buses, and so there's all kinds of stuff along the road. There's a uh, a troll a place where people bring trolls, and there's like hundreds and hundreds of them there. And so. I, yeah, that's a fun side of it.
3: Yeah, there's some – like, you know, I, I, I've not been to Death Valley, so I can't tell you specifically. I know if you go – if you've been on, on Gia or Gia, however you say it, um, you've probably got tons of ideas there. If you head southwest from there, though, you hit the Ridgecrest area, and there's tons of dirt, like, well, OHV area. It's really going to be desert right. and sandy. I know there's one place called Wagon Wheel I've not been. You know, these are maybe an hour or so away. Um, I'm not sure how much riding they let you do in Death Valley proper. But I know once you get to Ridgecrest, you know, you get stuff like, uh, yeah, like Wagon Wheel. You get Jawbone Canyon. um, There's some crazy desert stuff. So, yeah, obviously water's a big one. If you can lose the luggage before you go off into the – because the dirt's going to be sand um, for the most part. You might get hard-packed, you know, base rock stuff and rocks. But without a doubt, you're going to hit some thick sand, so just be be prepared for that. Um, and you know, I got to say, if you could lose your luggage somewhere, you know, kind of leave it for the day, since you're going to be there for a bit, I would say bury it. Well, you're going to be falling over <laughs> if, if you get off road. It gets sandy real fast in a lot of places, so just be aware of that. But I would say, yeah, it's beautiful out there. We just have well, fun. Well, to your and point, water.
2: too, it's you know, in in that area, you can go from like six thousand feet down to sea level or below sea level. Uh, you know, in the same within hundred miles. So last year when I did it, we were up at 6,000 feet, and it was cold. I mean, like crazy, like, you know, teens cold.
3: And the other thing that comes to mind is in February, it's going to be dark early. Don't get stuck out in the desert at night. It's just trying to navigate. It's hard, but it it exhausts you. You get so tired being out at night, just your mind processing. So, yeah, I would say just make sure you have plenty of time to, you know, get back to somewhere before the sun sets. Cool. And have fun. You'll have a great time. I'm jealous he's from Utah, dude. I just stay in Utah. (laughs) Good-o. Beautiful scenery there.
1: I sent you one via email.
3: You did? I did. I didn't see it. I'm
1: going to have Emma read one while you find that one.
4: So I have one here from Robert DeSantis, (coughs) who apparently is an unverified visitor to your (laughs) site. Message. Looking for anything that will work on a Honda PC800? especially air deflectors, fuel hoses, mirrors, or plastic panels, Bob. Um, Sorry, Bob. Everyone in the world is looking for exactly the same things. The the bodywork on a PC800 is everything. It's Uh, massive. Yeah, it's massive. (laughs) And it's, it's so much a part of the bike. And the big problem is, if it even falls off its stand, all of those things get broken. And the world... Every single PC eight hundred owner is looking for panels. There's
1: a big market for naked PC eights. Not
4: Yeah. <laughs> you know there's a couple of bikes that don't do well naked. No. And I would argue that the Concourse is one of them. As you found out. You no, really You've got to I work quite hard to get a Concourse pretty with no. the panels off. But the PC eight hundred is not a good looking bike with no clothes on. So. I can relate. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm sorry. I got nothing. I spent a huge amount of time and effort keeping, um, the panels I had on mine in decent order because there simply aren't any. I mean, this is a bike that's been out of production for 30 years. And so even the new old stock panels that are out there are 30 years old. So there's no guarantee that when you actually buy your brand new panel, and you put it on, it's not going to crunch. So, um, good luck.
1: All right. Bagel, did you get that email? Uh, yeah, I did. So,
5: this is an, an email from, <clears throat> excuse me, it's an email from Jim Hall. Uh, now. Uh, and where is he um, from? Well, it looks like he's from Dirty South. <laughs> Righty-o. Okay, Jim Hall. <laughs> So Jim writes, hey, misfits, hey. I just moved to the Central Valley, Merced, Cali, to be exact, Ooh. last month, all the way from Georgia,
1: Georgia, Lord have
5: mercy. Pronounce Georgia, <laughs> Georgia,
1: Georgia,
5: <laughs> love the podcast, and now that I'm on the left coast, I would love to come check out the garage and meet everyone. I have a CRF 450L, perfect for some desert riding with Jim. Or the mountains, you're right there. An Africa twin, twins is with Liza, and a Victory Vision with a Corbin seat for the long hauls.
1: You're going to fit in quite nicely. We're going
5: to deep fry some pork chops and get some (laughs) collard greens going, (laughs) son. Recently, I sold my Ural gear up that my best friend Cam, the golden doodle, loved. But he is no longer talking because I sold his ride. I wanted oh. to share
1: a picture of Cam, oh. the golden
5: yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That is
0: cute. Yeah.
5: yeah. So uh, Jim writes, I was listening to the podcast 448 tonight, feeling like Kevin from Ohio won the lottery, yeah. getting to hang out and ride with everyone. As far as the recycle garage goes, I have a few bits and pieces of riding gear and accessories I have purchased, but rarely used and wonder if you could take them and put them to good use getting a noob started off in the wonderful world of motorcycles.
1: We we can, and not just noobs because yeah, Ben got to get some stuff. You might be coming back for some more gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we will give it out to the world. Yeah.
5: Now, I am fairly handy with a set of wrenches as well. And knowing I helped someone get started in motorcycling would be very fulfilling. My sugar mama, I mean, my wife is taking me to the airport to get on a big jet plane tomorrow. Flying, back, flying back to Georgia to retrieve the rest of our belongings and my beloved victory vision, AKA black sunshine, then driving back across the country for the second time in two weeks. The Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, as well as those losers over at Cleveland Moto, (laughs) will be glad that it will be all that keeps me sane, driving that 65-mile-per-hour max-speed moving van across the country this weekend. One last thing. I am convinced Miss Emma is a cyborg that escaped from Silicon Valley because no human could have so much knowledge about the most obscure motorcycle problems.
1: That is a solid theory.
5: I hope to hear from you all soon. Jim Jim Hall, good old boy from the dirty South. Yeah.
4: Thank you, Jim. No, it's going to be an absolute pleasure meeting, Jim. And I can assure you, darling, I do exist. I'm not actually a computer program. I've (laughs) just got a very, very peculiar brain that stuff sticks in. Nice.
1: Uh, I got another real quick one, and this one is from
4: Auguste. Auguste? Auguste.
1: Uh, I've been listening for about a year now, from the first episode, without seeing any more any of the more recent ones. I'm now up to episode 358, wow. which means he's still two years behind. Yeah, but a marath- managed, marathon effort managed to listen to 201 episodes this year so far. Well,
4: God almighty! Uh, wow, can't
1: wait to be fully caught up from Gu- from Gus. And he says, uh, "I ride a 1985 Yamaha V Thing is pure insanity and I love it.
4: Yep. You're I one guess, for the VMAX.
1: All right.
2: Nice. Uh, John, you got one? I do. This is from Bryce. Hey,
4: Bryce.
1: <gasps> oh, I know. Uh, this you one. can
2: call
4: him Mr.
2: Canyon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was
2: a deep pull. Thank you. Very good. <clears throat> Based on the pictures, you know, I have good news and bad news. Oh, dear. The bad news is that I took my favorite roundabout, Traffic Circle, too aggressively during a light rain. About 30, 20 to 30 miles an hour since it's a big roundabout and I forgot about the light rain. Either I hit a white painted arrow or I just lost traction from the wetness. I'm not sure, but I went down in a low side and slid for a few feet. I know I slide for a while because I have crash bars and sacrificial plastic pucks on the crash bar. While well, the puck was worn down a solid one-eighth inch or two or two millimeters, I also shaved my shifter a bit in my left fork tube. But the good news, I was wearing Aerostrich Pro-Tech jeans. Yep. And they did nice. some, uh, and, and they did get some road rash, but they held up very well. I'm convinced that wearing regular jeans or pants have, would have worn through. I have a slight bruise, but zero abrasion on my knees. So that's my at gat, which is all the gear all the time. Great, nice. Uh, granny rant to everybody. I pick-
1: oh, and I wanted to acknowledge, and that is a perfect example. We always talk about wear your gear, but also gearing up your bike with crash bars and and sliders. That yeah. was good. Right.
2: Tip. I picked up the bike. Uh, uh, yeah, I picked up the bike and continued on my errands. I was I was wearing gloves, and the road rash is from the space between my short glove and my jacket sleeve. But I do have a question. The bike I was riding is a 2007 Suzuki V-Strom. Runs a thousand percent. I am at 27,000 miles and have never measured or looked at the valve clearances. I've heard this is required at 25,000 miles, but also people took these bikes to 100,000 miles and never had to adjust the valves. What are your thoughts about what I should do? Um. You need you need to look at them.
4: I you know I hate to be the bearer of bad news because everyone thinks oh I'll hear them because they'll get big. Well valves don't get big with oh. modern fuels and the combustion tam- chamber temperatures. Valves actually recede into the head, mm-hmm. so the valve clearance gets small and you don't hear it. And then what'll actually start happening, especially when it's cold, it'll start coughing. Back through the carburetor because mm. the valves aren't um, closing properly, and it'll just get worse and worse and worse, and you'll burn out your valves, and there'll be heartache and pain.
2: Is that a huge job on that bike, or is it what burn valves? Or no, to just to go through the valves? Yeah, no,
4: I mean you know it's V-Stroms are actually
2: for such a user-friendly
4: bike, they are a pain in the bloody ass to get the the fuel tank off. Um, because, strictly speaking, if you follow Suzuki's lead, you have to take the fairing off. Well, you don't. You can just kind of spread the fairing and pull the tank out. Um, I can't remember. No, I don't think it's radiator off for the front one. But once you get the tank off, it's, it's there. I mean, he needs to check them and check them carefully mm. because your real enemy... There isn't a bike in the world that got taken off the road because the valve clearances got a bit clattery and big. But when they get small... You burn those valves out. That is a world of hurt. Mm. Yep. And he says F knock, by the way. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, well, I. <laughs> yeah,
1: F uh, knock. He didn't say it out. He... Emma, we've got time for one more. And we have get to read that top one. And yeah, I'll take I'm going to read this,
4: this top one. Um, hey there, Misfits. M here from Portland, Oregon. Hey, Emm. Uh-huh. Uh, Will introduced us at the one show last year, Sea Photo Attached, uh-huh. with Miss Emma, Will. Mm-hmm tubo and i yeah and nice. i really enjoyed meeting you all i briefly mentioned to miss emma that a sunny ride to santa cruz to visit would be fun are any of you interested and available next summer for will and i to cruise through and make a bit stop well duh <laughs> yeah of course we are there is nothing i would enjoy better than meeting you and will on our home turf because, nice. you know, Poland was such a great time for all of us. I had such a wonderful time. People were so kind and accommodating. And to meet um, somebody from Portland here and yeah. be able to show them the same hospitality, how good's that? So, If, if we don't see them at the one show before. So, is somebody
1: from Portland a domestic snowbird?
2: There's mm. no snow in Portland, usually. Mm. Okay. It'd be a it bird. depends.
1: They're still coming south in the winter. It'd be a They yeah. come south in the winter.
5: It's definitely cold and wet at the very least.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, come on down. Well, they uh, said just...
4: next summer. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. it's going to be a summertime trip. Yeah. 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 So yeah, come on down. Unless it's the week that we're
1: going to be at AMA Vintage Days in but July. This is true. Yeah. Bagel, are you going to come with us this year?
5: I am very interested. I've got to see if I can make it work, but I, I think I, I think it's the definite possibility.
1: Dude, I can't believe how excited I am to go back now that I discovered all the dirt trails in the back that right? Jim hasn't even been on yet. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. There's a whole world we had yet to discover.
2: Mm. I know. Which is why we got this. Yeah, 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 you
4: know this. This actually, um, uh, it might be a good excuse for you to head south again, Ben. If you are in, uh, you're back in Quebec. If you can make your way down to Ohio, in it's usually. It's not the 4th of July weekend, no, is No, it? it's, so
1: it's, it's like the 3rd weekend of July now. Yeah,
4: it's the 2nd or 3rd weekend in July.
0: It's a very, very good event. Yeah, I'll definitely consider it. And my, my KLR is going to be in Panama waiting, so mm. I'll, I'll come with my, my itinerary.
1: Well, and this is not an oh, official nice. announcement yet, because it's not been finalized. But right now, the intent is there. I believe I'm going to be at AmeriCade this next year, which oh, is wow. in upstate New York. Yeah. Mm. That's cool. Yes, exactly. Which is a pretty big rally. So I'm working on that those details. We'll announce it when it's
5: There's
4: some good writing up there. Right.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
4: Um and just a brief reminder that we are there's a contingent of us going up to AM Expo this January in Mm -hmm. Vegas. Um I know it's a trade only show, but if any of you who are listening can um Big steal or borrow your way into getting a ticket. There's
1: a very good chance you might find Emma and Jim at a chichi bar. I'm just going to say, <laughs> earning
3: a <laughs> r- yeah, or the or the roulette table. Hopefully, both. Yes, <laughs> at the same
4: time. Exactly. So, yeah, if you find yourself in Vegas in January, keep your eye open for us because we'll be around. Mm. Mm-hmm, I see. Mm-hmm. So, Ben,
1: what do you think? Have you had an amazing day today that you never could have expected?
0: That's yeah. Well you know what traveling is. Yeah. And those things happens once in a while and that was definitely that kind of day. Like, <laughs> like I was not expecting nice. that. And this place is just amazing. And I'm looking at all those little bikes around <laughs> us. The little motorcycles. And uh, the know. motorcycles. I was at the Barber uh, Museum mm-hmm. uh, on my way here. Yeah. And, uh, oh, wow. probably most of them were uh, like exposed <laughs> at, yeah, at the museum. Yeah, I might have a probably. problem. What?
1: I might have a problem. Fruit
3: don't have oh, a oh, problem. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> the
1: box. it's a
5: good, good problem. I think it's a yeah, pretty problem. Cool it's a good problem to have.
1: Well, I'm glad that you found us. And this is just a reminder to anyone else who is coming to the area you want to come by you can just show up or you can let us know you're coming um we we love and enjoy visitors we like to give yeah it a we do of, and
2: we don't torment uh, them too time. much not too much <laughs> yeah oh <well>, there's one <laughs> thing we didn't do we didn't want we'll to take a picture of his bike with yeah him. well yeah we or might the question or the question either
1: ah we'll have to save that for his return trip all
0: right
4: are you going to come and visit us hmm. on your way back north
0: um I'm gonna ship the bike from uh, from Ushaya, probably uh, uh, like in a mm. container or something. Oh, boo, but mm. uh, but, I'm planning to come back for sure. So uh, it's not going to be on the KLR, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to be. Surprise us with your next bike, man. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Nice.
1: Well, thanks for coming. And especially thanks to everyone who emailed us. Keep those emails coming. We have so many we haven't been able to read, but I do read them. I do enjoy them.
4: It's bedside reading for you, isn't it, (laughs) Liza? It (laughs) It beats Barbara Cartland.
1: It is. Keep (laughs) them coming. Um, If you want a T-shirt. Send $15 to PayPal, RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. Thank you to our Patreon That's subscribers, right. Thank you. to Mimi and Moto and Law Tigers for Rawr. their
4: support. And go to Zazzle and buy your sweetie a t-shirt with and me sleeping with a motorcycle There was on. a
1: little controversy, as you say.
4: Yes. Uh, somebody Ooh. tried to
1: buy one of the, um, the motosexual mugs and it... They got notified by Zazzle that there was a copyright infringement and that they couldn't what? ship it. Really? So I went on and bought four <laughs> just thinking it would fail and it went through. So now I have four mugs coming. That's
3: well, maybe it was a. It will look lovely in yeah. the display case at Mototown. Like, yeah, it, was, yeah, yeah. it
4: was a glitch in the Matrix.
1: Yeah, I right? think it was a bot or something that kind of had an issue. Mm. But you can go to uh, Zazzle, Recycle Garage on uh, Zazzle. You can get shirts and stuff there. So I think we're ready to get out of here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And, and Ben, hopefully they will follow you on your trip as well.
0: Thanks for having me. It was a really good experience. Good. We, we have misfits Never.
1: everywhere. Yes. Yeah, thanks for so joining us. You're going to follow along. You'll figure this out. It's really easy. We're going to do a sign-out now. There's this. Thanks, everyone. This is Liza.
2: Stumpy John.
3: Emma Darling Ben Naked Jim, son mm, bagel
1: And we're out of here
3: Cool, cool, cool. cool. All
2: right